Wondrous Realms podcast group presents The Realms of Omnia Featuring Nick Grasser, Tyler Butler, Greg Hall, Maddie and Drew Wobzer, Aaron Fellers, Regan Street, and Sierra Rates as the DM. Good evening, or good morning, or good whatever time it is where you are. I am Sierra, and I am the Dungeon Master for the evening, and I am here, kind of, at least in spirit, with my party, who are all on Discord. So, hey Hey. guys. We're all there. We made it like 20 seconds in without saying anything stupid. And then because we're really focusing. And then you opened your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So we are gonna try to play Realms of Omnia tonight. Uh, hopefully this works via Discord. Um, I may have to kind of slow things down and go one on one with people just to kind of you know keep things organized and that nobody misses anything. But we're gonna try our best. Um, I hope everyone is staying safe, and with that being said, we're going to try to get right to it. If you keep hearing a beeping noise, that is my party sending gifts to each other in Discord, which we've been trying to start for maybe 10 or 15 minutes, but, you know, that's typical us, so um, maybe I'll end up screenshotting some of these and, and posting them on our Facebook page. You can find us at Wondrous Realms Podcast Group. Honestly? <laughs> We should make a chat that's available by password to people who want it in... Into a Discord? Yeah. That where we can talk to people? Queen would probably like that. If you're listening, Queen, hi. We hope you're staying safe. Um, And if you're a new listener, uh, we hope that you enjoy and that you uh, stick around and reach out to us on our Facebook page because we like making new friends. But yeah, we can can discuss making like a Discord chat for um, listeners. That would be a really cool way to stay involved with people. If that's something people are interested in, let us know. Um, Put it in the comments section below, please. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Either on Facebook or when we post the session or uh, Podbean. Yeah, Podbean still is taking comments, so that's still a thing. Um... All right, is is everyone still here? Is everyone good to go? Yeah. All right. So with that being said, in our last session, the party had been uh, mysteriously transported from an imminent encounter with um, the mysterious cult of Umbra and their transportation. Um, and they were taken to... Somewhere that they're not familiar with. Uh, it was, they all started in a room full of several doors of various um, symbols and descriptions. Uh, they had all of their belongings, which was interesting because they did not have them during, um, during, after the fight with the Cult of Umbra. They had been, like, stripped of their weapons, but they suddenly had them again. Uh, but they were down Tiff as well as their animal companions. There were absolutely no animals, including the frog that had been speaking to Tiff before all of this happened. Um, they, their fate is not yet determined, but if you keep opening your mouth while I'm trying to recap... (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, I wouldn't punish you guys because Nick's being an idiot. So let's punish me instead. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, so so Tiff was not with the group. There was a mysterious piece of paper that Kitten found that assured her that she would be reunited with them soon. Them um, being her bear cubs, uh, it was heavily implied. And the paper kind of talked about seven gods, seven uh, seven rooms, seven sins, seven heroes. There was, there was a different order. It was all actually nice and rhymy and beautiful. But <laughs> uh, it talked about uh, the number seven a lot and some other things. And um, the, the queen of boons and banes and that they would have to play a game to continue. So... Uh, they continued on without Tiff and their companions through a series of rooms that involved them playing dice, cards, uh, and with some mysterious machine contraptions and riddles. Uh, they had just walked into a room that only had a chest in it, and that is where we had left off. However, I'm going to backtrack slightly to rope Tiff into this, if that's okay with people. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Okay. So. Don't you mean you're lassoing in it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably in Tiff's case. Okay. So, Tiff, the last thing you remember is the frog telling you that it wasn't, it may not be your god, but it was a god. And then everything went white. So, as you come to, and as like all that white light fades, you find yourself in a room alone, and in that room, all you see are a huge variety of doors, and they have different kinds of descriptions on them. Greg, I, you listened to the last session, right? So you kind of are familiar with what they went through? Yeah, I, I, I the last session, so I'm, I got hmm. it. Okay. I just didn't know if I needed to recap, like, every single door and stuff again. Um, nah. But you are in here uh, by yourself. You have your equipment, but you're completely alone, and you feel this force kind of pulling you towards one door in particular, um, especially because, and I can't remember, when you weren't there, we had discussed, I was pretty sure you had some kind of necklace with, uh, like, the trophy from a kill. Yeah, it was actually, I think Nick said it, it was a... Or uh, custard or something like that. Okay, ah! yeah, I wasn't a hundred percent, so I just kind of didn't elaborate on that. But I will say, in this situation right now, that necklace it actually is kind of glowing a bit. Is there a color you associate with like your your god? Uh, wow. Um. Not it's really. it's, I was gonna say it's okay if not, but I know like Cholda typically likes purple, so if you had something like that, I was just gonna kind of utilize it. But if not, that's okay. <clears throat> right, but, yeah, not there's a specific color or anything like that. Okay, so yeah, you feel um, your necklace almost seems to kind of start to lift off your body. It's still around your neck, but it's almost kind of the the pendant part is hovering in front of you. It, it is glowing a bit. I'll just do like that generic white light then. Um, since you don't really have a color. And it actually, it's not hurting you, but it's gently pulling you towards a door. And on this door, you see symbols of a silver dragon accompanied by an elder arrowhawk. The door is also incredibly tall. All the doors are different shapes and sizes and heights, and they kind of are all over the room. There isn't any wall space. It's literally all doors adjacent to each other. 
So it's a big, like, round room just full of doors. And uh, your your pendant is starting to drag you towards this door. Um, Make a religion check for me, please. Cool beans. Give me one sec. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be 15. Okay. Yep. You definitely recognize these as signs of... Manathak? Mainthak? I don't know how to pronounce his name, and I really should. I'm sorry. Uh, it is not okay, a character I think... that I created, so I honestly don't know his pronunciation. It's all good. I think it's, like, main. It's, it's like spelled Mainthak, but I don't know, like, how it's pronounced. So, uh, regardless, you recognize this as the signs of your god of the hunt who, um has, you know, been heavily connected with your tribe for generations since the original Tiffany was around. Um, right. So this door specifically is speaking to you. I mean, it's not actually saying anything. I should clarify. I shouldn't probably say speaking. But it's something inside of you like feels connected to this door. You recognize this door. Um, your character's journey obviously has been heavily focused on trying to find out what happened to this god, and those are typically positive signs associated with him. You don't see any of the negative signs. Um, do you, like, uh, do you, what, what do you choose to do in this situation? Like I said, the pendant isn't forcing you, it was trying to guide you, but you're also in a room alone by yourself. Um, I think the first thing first thing he would do is probably, like, try to turn away from it. The pendant would still pull in that direction. Um, like, rotating his body, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Being magnetically, magnetically pulled or whatever. Okay, so uh, you try to turn your body. Um, can you make a generic strength check for me? Sure. <laughs> Two. Oh, yeah, so, okay, you go to turn your body, and you feel the cord of the necklace kind of yank on your neck and pull you back in the direction of the door. Hello? Hello? Did it cut out? Sorry. Yeah, it kind of cut out for a second. It's all good. That's all right. Uh, I can repeat myself. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, I heard what you said. It just kind of, it sounded like it cut off abruptly. Okay. Uh, Yeah, no, uh, a tiff will... Probably be like, well, fine, 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 and just put his hand on the door, try to push it. You try to just push the door? Yeah. Okay, make a strength check for me. <laughs> Is it a pool door? <laughs> what did you roll? Uh, that's an 11. You go to push the door, and upon doing so, you definitely feel the door buckle a little bit. Um... As if it could be opened, but there, there is a knob on the door. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't just, like, fall down. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, I'm gonna grab the knob and turn it and open the door that way. Okay, you, you try to turn the knob, and the door is being a bit stubborn to open. Um... The pendant, actually, around your neck is, um, starting to, like, move downward towards the knob of the door. I, I, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, uh, I'm gonna break the cord off and, uh, 
stick the, the, the tooth or whatever in the handle. Okay, yep, you do so, and then the door opens with ease. Okay, so your door opens, you walk inside, again you're surrounded by that white light that um, you felt when you were transported to this place. Um, it, when you walk into this room, it is basically pure white. You don't really see a floor or anything, but the ground does feel solid under your feet, so you're not falling or anything, you're not free falling. Um, it's just an all white kind of room. You actually make a perception check. Okay. I can get my. Why is that coming through better than just your regular voice, Greg? I'll never know. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be an eighteen. You actually recognize this place as the place that you have been the many occasions that you have almost died. Oh, good. So. You didn't have to the many portion of that. <laughs> <laughs> I I did have to emphasize it for reasons. Um, but, so, you, again, are just in this space. You've never noticed the door before, though. Every time that you've been here, like, mentally, uh, when, you, when you've almost died, it you've just immediately shown up in this room. So it's unusual that you showed up in a room with all these doors that then led you to this place. Also, to your knowledge, with that high of a perception check, you are aware of, I'm pretty sure I wasn't about to die this time. So, you, right. like, you feel healthy and confident and fine. Um, this space is empty, but almost comforting. You have encountered certain people here before, and, um... You will you will notice them in the room, but this time it's not just one person. There are actually, as you, your eyes start to adjust in that, like, it's not white noise because it's more of a visual effect, but that's the only description I can really think of. Like, once that almost bright white light kind of starts to fade to just a more dull white, um, you will see this room is actually full of many people. And uh -oh. um, most of them are Goliaths. Oh... Uh, do I happen to see the one that I've recognized from my previous time place? Um, make an... Make an investigation check. Okay. Uh, I'm starting to hear a little bit of an echo, too, so sorry about that. Here, let me uh, put my headphones in and see if that helps. Maybe. Hold on. That's okay. I'm here. Alright, is that any better? Um, yeah, actually. I don't hear- does anyone else hear an echo? Nope. Nope. Okay, was anyone else hearing an echo before? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sorry about that. No, no I'm uh, sorry, that's... I feel bad, because I know you were trying to just have it on, so like you said, so Sam wouldn't just have to hear Tiff, but unfortunately I'm just worried about the recording, so. No, 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 it's fine. She'll, uh, she'll have a good opportunity just to. Okay. Alright. Uh, investigation? Yes. Um, that is a 13. I'm rolling like shit tonight. That's honestly not terrible, though. Uh, the room is full of many people. With an investigation check, um, the further you walk into the room looking for this person, you almost start being, like, shoulder to shoulder with people. Um, mm -hmm. some of them- Uh, quick question. Uh, how many of your relatives 
Are, do you have alive relatives or have any that are particularly close in your lineage deceased? Um, you, you mean like if I have any living relatives? I, I'm curious, like, are your parents or grandparents or anyone, like, are they alive or is anyone uh, that would be particularly close to you with like a familial tie, uh, are they deceased? I think that, I mean, he's... Uh, in his late 30s, mm -hmm. so probably doesn't have grandparents around, especially because the whole Goliath thing is to leave the uh, old and feeble behind Oof. Uh, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I know, it's kind of rough. Yeah. Um, I, I would say maybe he's got... Oh, Glee. Okay, I'm going to go in the back room. It's okay. Uh, maybe uh, he probably has some family members alive still that are a little bit older than him he is on the older side like you know uh later adulthood okay i so so you think his parents might still be around but his grandparents aren't yes i would say his grandparents are probably okay um so i'll say with the 13 on investigation you're walking around and you're looking for the one figure that you've recognized from your travels here before um, but you find yourself shoulder to shoulder with, uh, several different people. Many of them don't really take notice of you. Um, a lot of them... A lot of them are, are equipped and look, uh, ready for battle. This is honestly, um, you can probably infer that this is how many of them appeared when they, when they died. And you will yeah. assume that these people are dead, A, because of your previous experiences, and B, because I'll say in passing you recognize um, your grandfather who you haven't seen for many years. Oh, neat. Um, uh, would you say he he probably died an honorable death or do you think that he was old and left behind? Um, well, let me see what the dice gods think. Okay. Uh, I would say he died honorably in Okay. So, yeah, he would be probably equipped with a spear, um, a couple other just, like, hunting materials. He actually seems to be moving around. Um, many of these people do not take notice of you. It actually seems like they may be experiencing different things than you are. So, like I said, you see your grandfather. Um, do you try to, like, reach out to him at all, or are you just strictly looking for um, the ancestor that you recognize? Um, seeing how I'm seeing my grand, I actually think that Tiff would probably be like, hold on a second, is that you, Grandpad? Uh, so you actually try to talk to him, um, but you'll see as you get closer to him, his eyes are almost glazed, and, uh, yeah, it seems like he, he isn't really here, like, he's physically here, but, um, he, he's seeing something different than you are. You don't know what it is, but he's not seeing, probably not seeing the white room. Um, just as a little bit of out-game knowledge. Um, actually, you can make a religion check for me, Tiff, if you want. I can do this sure. that way. Is, uh, is Grandpappy in hell or something? <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, the in-between inn or whatever it was? Um, uh, that's an 18... So, with an 18 on a religion check, you're aware that it is said that those who die honorable deaths serving Manthak, um, actually become hunters of his, like, on his, 
I'm gonna say he has some kind of like great plane realm essentially, um, where they get they get to um, you know spend spend their afterlife and their days uh, hunting and enjoying um, many like rewards and whatnot. So yeah. you're your grandfather and you know that he died an honorable death and he like I said he has his spear and other things. You'll notice some of the other Goliaths um do do not have their equipment or they look very old and feeble. They look like they were left behind. Um those those people you know wouldn't be It's kind of like how um in like Norse mythology and stuff there's different planes um of afterlife for different people like Valhalla and stuff is for like people like honorable fighters and, and warriors whatnot, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's a very similar concept. Um, so your granddad, while everyone is here in this white room, um, he like mentally is on a different plane and then yet still some of these other people are as well. So he doesn't respond to you. Um, you are seeing this white plane with that higher religion check. I'll say you realize the reason this room always looks this way to you is because you haven't actually died. Uh, so it doesn't know where to place you. So you gotcha. are kind of in a like a purgatory place at the moment. Hmm. Does that make sense? Ironic. Yes. Okay. So you try yeah. to reach out to your grand. <laughs> you try to reach out to your granddad. And he, you know, he just doesn't answer, but, um, you feel that, uh, he's content and has, like, an aura of, um, peace around him. And it, it reminds you of, um, when you were younger and you were doing the trials to earn the name of Tiffany. And how you wanted to make, you know, your, your parents and your grandparents and your whole line proud. So, um, it, it's nice to kind of get that confirmation that in your mind, at least, that he is somewhere, um, with Manthak. Manthak. Awesome. So, yeah, so you see that. Um, but I will say with the 13 that you are struggling to find that one ancestor who you've actually been able to speak to before. Um. I'm trying to think, is there anything you could try to do? Like I said, you've spoken to him before. Kind of, and he had told you that um, you you still had to make him proud, that ancestor. So right. you're just um, in this room with all these other people. Is there anything else that Tiff would do? I mean, he would probably like kind of call out into the void to okay. see if anybody was listening. Okay. And like, um. Uh, Hello! I'm stuck back in this place here again. Okay, upon saying... <laughs> yeah, upon saying that, um, you will actually see uh, several Goliath kind of sidestep out of place. Again, they don't um, really acknowledge you. They can't really see you. Um, it's as if someone else is kind of pushing them out of the way. Mm. And upon doing this, you're actually going to see a the the ancestor that you have uh spoken with previously and a couple others as well um how long uh how many generations has your tribe been around um do you have an idea one, of like how many years ago the original tiffany was alive 
I'm uh, I'm checking the backstory right now because I think it was You said every... like every hundred years that they did the trials for a new Tiffany, so that's why I'm just curious. Yeah, it's uh if, yeah, um And everyone thanks for being patient and yes, listening. I will wrap this up shortly. Every hundred years. Yeah, it's like every single hundred years the to the age of ten that, that year are considered to be a potential uh candidate for being a reincarnation of the original tiff okay. uh, do you know about so how many times this has happened i'm gonna go out and say probably six or seven okay then that is about how many goliath you see before you and they actually appear to be looking at you um unlike the others whose eyes seem glazed they seem um they seem themselves, and they they actually start moving towards you. Like I said, they were kind of pushing the other Goliaths out of the way, um, and and they approach you. So I'll say there's seven of them. Sweet, this is some like Avatar stuff. I'm down for it. Yeah, thank you. That may or may not be where I stole the idea from. So. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I it wasn't like originally a thing, but I ended up kind of uh, getting a little bit of inspiration from that. <laughs> I did do a series rewatch recently, so. That probably helped influence. <laughs> that probably helped influence. But yeah, it's essentially uh, out game. You're, the, the reason these people are are approaching you, uh, you'll recognize the one, and uh, therefore you probably um, make a perception check for me. Okay. I really just need to pull this up on my computer. It'd be faster to navigate. Perception. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, twenty one. Okay, yeah, so I'll say as you look at these people, um, there have been stories of each Tiffany throughout your tribe's lineage and, like, their weapons of choice or, like, describing factors of them, any kind of scars or um, physical features that are worth noting. Um, having seven of them, you know, they're, they're all going to be different. Um, but you'll, you'll see, like, one wields um, a great axe like yourself, another uh actually wields a bow and arrow um one has several scars all over his entire body um they just all have different uh characteristics and appearances um but but the thing that connects them is that they're all like actually moving and acknowledging you on this plane and so they approach and then the one whom you've communed with before steps forward and he says, I did not expect to see you again so soon. Well, that's, uh, that's pretty good and dandy, but, uh, where exactly am I? And the fellas here. You are between the worlds. This is a place where all Goliaths must go when they have passed away in the service of Manthak. Um... Some some here have died honorable deaths, others have not. Uh, what they see is their own, um, it's like their own personal vision, and everyone is different. Uh, however, you are not supposed to be here. <laughs> uh, well, are, are you saying I'm dead, or what happened? I thought I got free. He kind of sighs, and he, he's, he seems to be struggling to find the words to describe what has happened to you. 
Uh, and right. he he says, perhaps it is best that I show you. And he will gesture for you to come forward. And uh, he starts walking in a direction further away from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you follow him? Absolutely. Okay. The other um, Goliaths who have kind of visually seen you are going to split into three and three, and they're going to be, like, on either side of you, and they're going to kind of guide you along the way. Um, and as he, he walks you to a space. Uh, before you were, you know, around dozens of Goliaths, who, even hundreds, possibly, who all are just kind of standing there and experiencing their own personal vision. But he has moved you to an area that lacks an amount of people. It seems to be kind of um, a, a spot that's yet to be filled. So it's it's designated for potentially future generations. And as you approach this empty space, you see a shadowy figure um, kind of frozen in place there. Uh, it is very large. It is actually larger than many of the Goliath. And, um, the more you look at it, actually, the harder it is to see. It seems that it's not, um, corporeal. Like, it, it is kind of see-through. Uh-huh. It almost keeps flickering in and out of existence. Um, but you do recognize that it has an elder arrowhawk on its shoulder. Oh. And, um, it has a tattoo of a silvery dragon um, down its side. So, uh, you recognize these symbols as the symbols of your minor god. Um, and like I said, it, it appear- this creature appears frozen in place. It's kind of flickering in and out of existence, and um, it, it doesn't react as you approach. Okay. Um... I was going to say, if it notices I'm there, and if I acknowledge that it probably is some kind of sign from my god, I would probably, like, kneel or mm-hmm. bow or something. But if it doesn't seem to really be there completely, then... Um, I don't know. Tiff would just kind of eyeball and be like, what, uh, what am I looking at? You're looking at what remains of our god. It is the reason, it is the reason that this room is white. It is the reason that many of our brethren, although they are in their final resting planes, have that glazed look on their face and can't respond. Um, He, too, is trapped between the worlds. Well, how do we get him out of that? I don't know. I am powerless here. The only reason I'm able to commune with you is because you bear my name. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on a second. Are you, are you telling me that you're the Tiffany? I am Tiffany. Like, he is the, Tiffany. The he is Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> you are Tiffany. You, Tiffany? Yep. I'll be... I'll be damned and he's gonna he's probably gonna just like at that, that point like 
kneel because this is such mm-hmm. a huge honor. Mm-hmm. So I, I meant no disrespect. I, I apologize. Up and down. You have not you have not dishonored me, Tiffany. You are still worthy to bear my name. And he kind of like encourages you to get up. It makes him a little uncomfortable that you're kneeling. <laughs> <laughs> He says, you are, you, are a, you are a Goliath. Your head should stand tall above everyone else. Never lower yourself. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I apologize. Uh, I mean, yes, absolutely. He kind of nods. Uh, and he's, he, his eyes sparkle a little bit. He's very intrigued by this latest iteration of Tiffany. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other Tiffany's are fairly silent, but they are observing. Um... But yes, they are all they are all Tiffany's, and that is how they are able to uh, move. They are considered leaders of you know. They may not be the official chieftains of the tribe, but they've always been looked to as like the person of the tribe, especially when things get tough. And they typically are the ones who commune with Manthak. You would know. Um, and right. the reason why you're out is because you've not been able to contact him, but you should because you're a Tiffany. Um, so the elder Tiffany. We'll, we'll go on to explain to you about how, um, how, as he, as he had just stated, that Manthak is in, is effectively in limbo, and that he's trapped between the worlds. Um, as you know, Manthak has served the great god Arborobus of Omnia for eons of time, even before we existed. Um, however, with Arborobus missing... Manthak has been unable to affect the mortal plane. Yet he cannot go to the Undying Lands or to uh, or to join Arborobus wherever he is because he is not on his typical plane. This is all very uh, intense talk for you, Tiffany. Like, Goliaths are, you, you're based in nature and you know the world you come from, so talking about interdimensional planes is um, it's, it feels very out of your league, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, it and it seems to, to weigh on you. Like, you are aware that other people that you have, that you have joined, your companions, uh, many of them do or don't worship the six, uh, but they all have at least acknowledged, like, you guys have been through the Temple of Arborobus, um, you, people have tried to reach out to him and, and have not felt his presence, and, you know, this Cult of Umbra stuff is getting pretty intense in Naturai, which is Arborobus's homeland, so, uh, and, like, his namesake. So, uh... This is some some crucial information to your personal mission on where the gods have gone. Um, And like I said, you see Manthak. His face actually seems distraught and almost angry. Uh, His teeth are, are, he's baring his teeth. And like I said, he's got the elder hawk and his symbol. And he keeps flickering in and out of existence. And he has uh, an arm raised, but he can't actually move. So he appears to be frozen in, in, in time. And that he he is effectively trapped here. Um. Well, I, I mean, there's only um, Tiff would probably say something along the lines of like, "Well, 
I, I don't know what all I can do. I don't know what you want me to do, but obviously I'll do what I can to help. It's just, I mean, this is this is main fact we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the guy. This is your destiny, is what he'll say. And he'll say, I do not know how to help you, but if ever you need guidance, um, you may try to commune with other Tiffany's through prayer. Uh, Manthak may not be able to hear you, but, um, we, we can. Well, I'll, I'll be sure to keep that in mind. I, I really do appreciate it, and it is a huge honor. I, I only hope that I can truly live up to your name. And he, he kind of smiles at you a bit, and he gestures uh, behind him, and a, a door has started to open. Oh. And, yeah, and he'll, he'll gesture to the door, and, and what was it you said? You said you'll try to, like, bring honor to his name or something like that? Or Yeah, live up to his expectations yeah. and, uh, you know, essentially not to tarnish the name of yeah. Tiffany. And, uh, yeah, he'll nod and he'll say, this is why you were chosen. And, uh, uh damn. <laughs> yeah, and he'll, and he'll kind of gesture to the, you know, he's gesturing to the door. He says, our time here is short. If you stay here too long, you will not be able to return. Well, uh, I, I clearly have a lot of things I still need to do in this life. Mm-hmm. As much as I would like to stay and commune with the rest of you and my ancestors, I I have work to do. That's what I like to hear. Alrighty. Well, it was it was great, nice, really nice meeting you. Mm-hmm. Great, nice. Uh, hopefully, I don't have to almost you know die again to see you. <clears throat> yes, hopefully not. Um, and he actually. Let me make a roll real quick. I actually need a okay. die. Do I have dice? Oh, you didn't grab dice. No, apparently not. I steal. I would get up and get them for you, but... Okay. Yep, so he actually, as you're getting ready to leave, um, he is going to pass to you his great axe. What? Mm-hmm. The oh original God, Tiffany used a great axe as well. And, um, and he's going, yeah, as you're getting ready to go, he's going to hand it to you. And, um... All the other Tiffany's will kind of, like, it's a, it's a very large, you know, two-handed great axe, so all the other Tiffany's will kind of have a hand on it as well. You know, like, when people with baseball bats, it'll be, like, one fist, one fist, one fist, one fist, all that, like, all the way up the... Does that yeah. make sense? Very similar. Like, each Tiffany has a fist on the handle as it's being passed to you. Um, yeah, and as you take it, you just feel this um, rush of energy through your body. And, uh, yeah, I will, uh, let you know the stats of that weapon in a bit. Let me... Awesome. Cool. Uh, it's gonna work pretty much like your regular Great Axe, I'll say. Um, it gets an extra plus one when you're rolling to attack. Okay. And, um, that you can also roll a d4 in addition to your d12 for it. Um, okay, I'm, I found a great axe plus one, I'm gonna see if... No, she's saying plus one to the attack roll. 
And then oh, extra I see. I'm, I'm giving you a weapon with extra stats. We're gonna have to homebrew it to put it in like your D and D Beyond. So if you want to just write it down. Yeah. Uh, let me go into what I have right now, and I'll just edit what it says, and then we can clean that up later. So it's. Um. Let's see, Tiffany's great axe. And then you said what's going on with it? It gets plus one. Plus for an attack. extra plus one to your attack. And then in with your damage, it's still going to be a d12, but you can roll a um, d4 in addition to that d12 for damage. Okay. Also, cool. this weapon is how you will be able to commune with other Tiffany's. So um, it'll probably require attunement for that. I'll have to work that out um, later. But you're going to get a cool fancy axe. Awesome. <laughs> yep. And then, cool. uh, yeah, the, the door is open for you to proceed if you wish. I, uh, I will uh, take my current great, great axe mm -hmm. off and just leave it behind. Okay. And uh, put the the, the uh, ancestral, if you want to call it that, great axe Yeah, I actually like that. Yeah, the ancestral great axe. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Okay. So you go through the door? Yep. I would like you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, no. Oh, Critical right. axe. You're dead now. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for being super patient, by the way. I just wanted Tiffany to get some background in because he missed Oof. everything last time. That's a nat one. Oh my god. Okay, so as you step through this door, you feel yourself falling. Uh, oh no. Can I try to catch myself? Well, that's what the dexterity saving throw is for. So <laughs> Even better. <laughs> so everyone in this room with the chest suddenly out of the ceiling falls <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Superhero landing! <laughs> and as he um, falls to the ground, Tiff, you're gonna take uh, two bludgeoning damage. That's fair. Uh, but you're able to kind of pick yourself up and dust okay, yourself off. Okay, as he's falling, though, I'm probably gonna, like, um, just by force of habit, like, go to grab my sword. Like, what the fuck is going on? Then yeah, that's fair. Because oh. where we left <laughs> off, yeah, the rest of the group. <laughs> yeah, where we left off, the rest of the group. <laughs> the the rest of the group was in a room with only a chest. Yeah, and then suddenly you just hear like a. <laughs> and, uh, and in falls Tiff. So, yeah. Are you okay? Oh, man. What the yeah. Hell was that? You just Ready? fell in from the ceiling. Oh, oh, hi guys. Good to find. Good to see you. Where have you been? Where oh, have you been? been? Yeah. Oh, I was just in uh, I don't know, uh, purgatory or something. I don't know. I saw Tiff and we had a look. I great. Oh, um, Greg, you are cutting out a lot, buddy. Am I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Let me try that again. Okay. Uh, wow. Yeah, my connection says it's really slow. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, better? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, so Tiff will be like, uh, he's like, no, yeah, I was just in this, uh, this purgatory place, and, uh, I got to see Tiff, and, uh, I got the sweet great axe, too, check it out. And he's gonna take Hold it up. off and show it. <laughs> purgatory? Well, yeah. What do you mean you were in purgatory? Well, and I Tiff, mean, you're Tiff. Well, I'm the eighth Tiff, technically. But, no, I'm at the first Tiff, the one I'm named after, and, uh, yeah, he, I mean obviously did and i got to see him and he gave me this cool axe and oh now hold on a second where are we're in some sort of weird casino i think that's what they're called um Childa, yeah i was gonna say Childa, i don't know if you would know what the word casino is we're in a place of sin <laughs> there you go <laughs> that sounds like Childa. there's this lady who's dressed in stripes and she keeps asking us to you know, gamble our wills away, and there were cards, and there were these real, these little uh, clickety things that released a bunch of coins and ghouls, and I got hurt really bad, and then she knocked the machine for me, and now we're here. And you've fallen through the ceiling. <laughs> Listen, Jelly Belly, you were just giving me some issues about talking crazy talk, but now you're talking talk. Um, Tiff, make a perception check for me. Alrighty. Sorry, I'm listening to Sam sing in the other room. It's really fun. She sounds okay. so pretty. Uh, that's a that's a nine. I mean, yeah. Do <laughs> do Goliaths have dark vision? Um, you know what? That's a great question. Where would I find that at? It's under features. Thank you. Um, no, I don't. Okay, that that justifies the little world. Then. It's really dark, so you're aware these are your companions, but you don't notice anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Okay, so you guys are in a room with uh with just a chest. Oh, I'm Tiff. Chest. And now Tiff. You I think will. It's a trick. Okay, yep, you, you guys can talk it out, yeah. Who has dark vision? Go over and kick open the chest. Who has dark vision? <laughs> I, yeah, I have dark vision. Okay, better question, who does not have dark vision? I do, I, do. I don't. Cholda and Derek Tiff don't? Cholda, Tiff, and Derek do not, okay. So, neither does their grace. Neither does their grace? Okay, so like half right? the party does not have dark vision. Okay. <laughs> so, for those of you who do have dark vision... Uh, this makes perfect sense that you don't have dark vision. Dark Strider, you said you were going for the chest? Yeah, I want to kick it open. Okay, Kitten and the other people who have dark vision, you'll be aware that the floor of this room is a series of tiles. Derek, wait! Uh, Derek has already decided to just run up and try to kick the chest. Great. So, Dark Strider, I need you to make... A perception check for me. Alright. Sixteen. Okay, actually, yeah, that succeeds. So, as you were going to kick open the chest, it's like right before you step on it, you realize that one of the tiles is actually a, um, a pressure plate. <gasps> oh, and no. 
Yeah, so I'm gonna say with that with that 16 that you notice it right before you step on it. Um, what do you do? Stop. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, so, uh, and Halcran is like, wait, you know, stop, and you, you stop, you realize that there's a pressure plate, um. Hold on, this place might be booby-trapped. Oh. Yeah, I could have told you that if you would have waited. <laughs> it's a house of sin, the whole place is a booby-trap. It's like, I need me some booby. <laughs> stop it! <laughs> Okay, so yeah, you guys are aware there are probably traps in this room. Um, what do you choose to do? Um, I would like to uh, analyze the nearby squares to see the best yeah. one, which ones look different. Okay. Me too. Does anyone have a torch? Someone I've got one. I have a torch. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to light it, but I've got one. Can you light it? Can I light it? Do you have, like, a tinderbox or something you can light it with? Yes, I have a tinderbox. Then, yeah, you can light it. Um, All right, go ahead and make a, survive, make a survival check for me, though. Oakley dokley. Can I actually uh, do something? That's yeah. a 14. God, yeah, bless you, America. You, you light the torch, no problem. Uh, it, okay. it sparks, it lights. I would like to cast my cantrip dancing lights to create four small... Lights with a ten foot radius. Yep. Okay. So Halcarin has uh, created dancing lights as a cantrip. Uh, so what do the lights look like, Halcarin? Um, like they can be whatever form I choose. I'm probably just gonna go with like a standard like ball of energy. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Here we go. Appears torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs. I'll probably just... Oh, it says I can form them into one light that makes... So they're 10 foot a piece, so it'd be a 40 foot radius. Okay. Is it a specific color or anything? Um, it doesn't specify. I'd imagine they're probably like a glowing yellowish white. Like, you know, my electrical energy that I have. Yeah. Or, okay, right so here. this orb of um glowing, like, white electric light uh, starts to illuminate the room a bit better. And Tiff has a torch lit. So, between those two things, the room is significantly well lit right now. Um, between between the two of you, the light goes, you said about 40 feet? Yes, the light goes about 40 feet. I'll say the room is probably about 60 by 60 feet, and that the chest is, like, dead in the center of it. And the entire floor space is just covered in tiles. Um, is there any way to, to determine which tiles would be pressure-treated ones? Or, you know, not pressure-treated, but, you know, uh, pressure plates? Yeah, um, you can go ahead and make... Trying to think, I... Just given my history with, like, using traps and whatnot, yeah. if I would be able to determine I'm, that I'm trying not. to determine if it would be, like, investigation or survival. I'm gonna... I'm going to probably go with survival because investigation is an intelligence is it well but yeah a lot of the a lot of traps and pressure plates deal with actually like wisdom and perception so oof it's tough it's a tough call I, I feel like any of those stats would work um 
Tiff, I'll say probably survival for you, since your experience is with traps and things in nature. Okay. Uh, that's a 16. Okay. Um, you definitely see the the trap that uh, Darkstrider is about to step on, so you're aware of the one uh, since he pointed it out. Um, you're aware there are a couple different pathways you can take, but regardless of each pathway, people are either going to have to try to jump over pressure plate sections, or, um, or they're, they're going to basically encounter them no matter what direction they go in. They're pretty evenly spaced out throughout the section, from the, the ones you can see. Um, mm-hmm. Do they use perception typically? How you said how far away was the uh, to the chest? The chest from the chest is probably about thirty feet away from you because it's in a it's well it's in a sixty by sixty room, and you guys are like at the edge of the room, and then the chest is in the middle. All right. Um. Tiff's gonna, uh, okay, so are the, the tiles, like, immediately surrounding the chest, are they all, can we tell if they're all traps, or are they just normal tiles? That is about 30 feet away from you. Right. You did roll Um, pretty high. I would say that you may not be able to see which ones are trapped, but you would assume that some of them are. All right. You Tiff also a... see, especially with the lights now, you see there is no door in this room. The hole where Tiff uh, fell through the ceiling has closed, and there is no foreseeable way out of the room. I would like to slowly start making my way towards the chest. Okay. I just kind of keep an eye out for the traps. Okay, I'm going to need you make a perception check as you're walking. Uh, 19. 19? Okay. Uh, yeah, you... You're able to see kind of a clear path that starts to move you through the room. We're probably just gonna go a couple squares at a time. I'll say each square, to make it easy, um, is... I mean, yeah, just for the sake of, like, a grid map, it'll just be, like, your typical five-foot square. Okay. Um, they're giant. They're giant tiles, so, um, to, like, jump them would be very difficult, but you're... Uh, edging cautiously, I would have you make, trying to think of, like, a roll for light-footedness. I don't know if it would just be... Um, that would probably... Acrobatics. Acrobatics, yeah. Yeah, I, that's probably what I'm leaning towards, so, um... very adeptly, like... Yeah, you can try to make a acrobatics check to kind of start to move your way through the room. I'm probably gonna have you do it for, like... Every five to ten feet well, that, that you're going to move. A 16? Okay. You you get through one square by doing that. I was going to say, can Tiff chuck a, a Theer Grace <laughs> to the... <laughs> do you attempt to do so without her consent, or are you asking her? Yes, ball special. <laughs> no, I think Tiff would be smart enough to uh, be like, hey, I can, uh, I can throw you over there if you want. That, you're, that is uh, a long shot, dude. Um, maybe, um, not. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. Well, Thera Grace, this room? Does Thera Grace still get, um, what was advantage on All skill checks, checks yes. Good to know. Uh, Katara did too, right? I 
think so, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, because I mentioned something about you having nine lives, so yeah, you, uh... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Oh, I hear sirens, uh... Wee-woo! <laughs> They're ready to pick up our corpse on this road, you hear sirens. That's true. Okay, so you guys are, um, some of the people, at least... Halcrin has started moving his way into the room. I'm going to start trying to play a little bit of music here. Let me and know I'll if you probably, can't hear people talk. I'll probably say, like, um, you guys, fo follow behind me. Okay, follow Halcrin. Yep, same. Stay one square behind me at a time, though. Okay. Okay, so he's trying to have people follow him. Thergrace does not want to be yeeted. Um... <laughs> then in that case, I will say Halcarin has moved about five feet. I'm gonna need everybody else to make um hmm. I'm trying to wonder if I should have them make acrobatics as well or if they should do like stealth because they're trying to follow closely, follow closely behind you. Be good. Okay, then yeah, everybody make an acrobatics check if you're trying to follow along with Halcarin. 19. Uh, 14. 4. 4, Four Tiff. Music. <laughs> okay, so Tiff, okay, let me see. Tiff, your acrobatics check did not go well. Um, I need, uh, Tiff, I need you to make a, uh, perception check for me, please. Alright. Um, that's a 12 okay that's still uh, I was trying to give you like a last ditch effort to save yourself it doesn't yeah. it doesn't work so everyone uh, what order were you guys moving in well, I was obviously in front Alcarin was leading I got a 6 by the way uh, 6 also does not do good uh, also make a perception yeah. check for me Tretha Tretha yeah I'm doing the map right now. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure you heard me. Sorry. <laughs> no, I did. I did. I got you. Um, okay. That's a 22. Unnatural 22. Okay. Um, Tretha, I, as you are failing your, your check, I'm gonna say with that high perception check, um, go ahead and try to make a sleight of hand roll for me real quick. Actually, what, do you have anything on your person that you could try to wedge under a pressure plate? Um, and leave it there? Yes. Or just, um, I probably have paper or something. Hold on, let me check. Paper no, wouldn't be thick enough. Something a, like a dagger. Something like a, yeah, like a dagger or a spike or uh, if you a knife. I have a small spikes. knife. I have a small knife. A small knife. Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. Try to make a sleight of hand check to try to wedge it under the pressure plate as you're falling. Gotta re-roll that. Okay. It was cocked. Okay. Okay. That's an eight. You try to catch it and save yourself. Um. But Tiff just blatantly steps on it as you're falling onto it as well. Um, so that is going to trigger it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a pressure plate that activates when 20 or more pounds are placed onto it. 
Um, so what's gonna happen is all creatures within a 20-foot cone, uh, huge fans begin to spin and blow a strong gust of air, pushing any targets prone, uh, and possibly into other hazards. So, I'm gonna have people make, uh, I'm gonna say dexterity saving throws to try to, like, stay on target. Oh, I'm sorry, Greg. It says I'm breaking up pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. okay. I feel like the music is taking its attention towards it instead of you. Okay. I wonder if there's a way to keep your, just, your mic on the entire time, because you know how we were talking about how it eliminates, like, the white noise or whatever? Yeah. I'm just wondering if maybe... I don't know. We'll just, we'll tweak it for another time, but let's just keep going. Sorry. That's okay. Okay, so basically, yeah, Traitha uh, tried to shove her dagger under the pressure plate, um, but she she wasn't able to successfully wedge it under there, so the pressure plate pushes down. Uh, all creatures within a 20-foot cone, which is everybody, because they were just barely in front of you, uh, it says Oops. that uh, huge fans begin to spin and blow a strong gust of air, pushing any targets prone and straight out of the area. Um, so I'm having people make a dexterity saving throw to try to at All least right. stay, like, on the path. Okay. Well, that's actually pretty good. Um. Six. Okay. <laughs> that's a nat, here. That's okay. a nat 20 for Tiff. Okay. 19 for Tri uh, Thera Grace. 17 for Cholda. Derek got the six. Okay, Derek got the six. What was the... Sorry, what was it again? Dexterity saving throw. That's a six. Okay, so Traitha and Darkstrider... What did uh, Katara get? Uh, I got an 18. Okay, yeah, you're good. So it's just um, Traitha and... Uh, Dark Strider, you guys are actually blown back, uh, to the- to the wall at the beginning. Ow. And uh. you guys are gonna take four bludgeoning damage as you're Ooh, shoved okay. into the wall. Uh, everyone else is kind of knocked onto the ground. Um, prone doesn't really work here in this case. So I'm just gonna say you were kind of knocked on your butts. You're able to stand up um, and progress, but it is slowly. Uh, this wind is very strong. It does start to calm down. Uh, however, it was Traitha and Tiff who triggered it, right? Yeah. Okay. Let me see here. Okay. It... Um, you're gonna feel this surge of, like, negativity surrounding you, since you triggered the trap. Um, you're actually gonna see... Tiff, you're gonna feel like, um, you see, like, a, a string being cut. Um, you didn't really get back to me on anything else about bad luck that you see, so it's like a, a bowstring being cut, I guess. Um, sure. And, Traitha, you just feel like that feeling you get when you're walking through the forests of Naturai and everything is dying right now. Um, it just feels you, fills you with a sense of dread. 
Why, Nick, why are you sending stupid gifts in the chat? You're being distracting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you guys are you guys are both filled with um a sense of dread and I'm going to say that you have disadvantage on ability checks at the moment. Awesome. Yeah. So, you're you're just kind of paralyzed by this ill omen. You, you don't physically see it. It's almost like something that flashes before your eyes. Um, and it leaves you feeling very odd. Dark Strider, uh, you just got knocked back, buddy. Like, you don't see anything bad. You, you don't have any negative stats. You just didn't survive the, the, the stuff happening. Um, so everyone's kind of knocked down on their asses. I am gonna say, um, that the wind is still going while you're, you're moving, but it's not, like, continually knocking you down. Um, it, it's just causing resistance as you're trying to move forward so so uh you guys are still about 10 feet into the room so you're about 20 feet away from the chest uh what exactly is the floor like i know they're tiles but is it like stone is it metal? It, it's stone it appears to be stone okay can i use my two hand axe to give myself leverage by like sinking it into the ground as I word. Um as are you trying to shove the blade or the handle into the ground? The blade itself. Are you trying to I like never... pierce the stone or are you trying to just use it like a staff? Anything, I think more than anything using the end of the blade itself to like catch the uh like the oh, if it, lip like, of if the, the tile itself, you know? Okay. something to grab onto. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean... Oof. What would you roll for that? Other if fellow he, DMs, any advice? So, so you're trying to, if, like, embed it if, like, for when, when the wind comes again? Between between the the wedges of the stone, he's trying to use it as, like, I leverage. Say, like, strength. Yeah. Just to kind of physically force it in there. Yeah. That's if I'm understanding. Tyler, correctly. Tyler, what do you think? You're a DM also. What would you do in that situation? Um, so he is... Say again what he's trying to do? He's trying to take his new great axe and wedge the blade between no, 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 no. the stone I, I want to use... I'm going to use my small hand axes, the like the throwing ones that I use. Oh! So, you know, okay, I thought you were talking about... I thought like, you said your two-handed okay, great do axe. You <laughs> do you remember that... Have you guys seen uh, Sinbad? Yes. Okay, you know how he uses the two daggers to kind of pull himself up the ice cliff? Kind of yes. that thing, but with the axes going across the ground. Um, you can try, ah. but each stone tile is like five feet, and like you're, if you try to do that, I feel like your body is gonna press on the tile anyway. But if you're trying yeah. to wedge it under it to prevent it from triggering, I mean, you can, you can try. Um, As a DM, I would say maybe athletics. Yeah. Okay. Athletics. Is yeah, go ahead and try to make an athletics check, Tiff. Um, also, since you got you got the nat twenty on the dex roll, right? Yes. Yeah, you're. I'll say you're the one person who wasn't knocked on their ass by the wind. Like you're still standing. So. Cool. Um, I might just to make this easier for myself. Uh, I might crouch down so that yeah. there's less mass of me to be blown away. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and for that athletics, uh, with my uh, bonus, that's a twenty-four. That's a what? I'm sorry. A twenty-four for the athletic. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, you're able to kind of wedge your hand axes into the spaces, so you're trying to prevent the tiles from, from sinking. Like, you're wedging them underneath. Yeah. Are you progressing forward without everyone, or are you trying to let them go before uh, you? Um, I, at this point, I'm assuming that the chest has something to do with the wind, so yeah, I'm just gonna go going forward. Okay, so Tiff is trying to push his way forward. Um, I'll say you get past one tile with that, um... Athletics check, so you're another- you're about 15 feet into the room at this point. Um, and do remember, you're gonna have disadvantage on ability checks. Um, oh, I, that's uh, right. Let me- yeah, let me roll that one again then. Okay. Mm, that's a 17. It's still- I think- I think that's still good enough to get to five, four okay. feet in the room, so- Tiff is currently 15 feet in the room, uh, so he's about 15 feet away from the chest. Uh, um, Traitha and Darkstrider are back at the beginning, so you're about 30 feet away from the chest. Okay, um, can I use Spider Climb to go along the walls to get to the chest? Ooh! Can you read me what Spider Climb does? Um, until this spell ends, one willing creature you touch gains the ability to move up, down, and across vertical surfaces and upside down along ceilings while leaving its hands free. The target also gains a climbing speed equal to its walking speed. What's your walking speed? Um, 35 feet. Yeah, um... You're yeah. You can go ahead and do that. Um, and that's at a second level spell slot. Okay. Do you have to roll anything to do that, or is it just an auto effect? It's just automatic. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So you uh you do that. You are at the beginning, so you are right next to a wall. Yeah. So you're able to uh you're able to do that. Cool. So suddenly Tretha starts climbing on the wall. Tiff is trying to use his hand Water axes to wall. wedge closer to the chest. Dark Striders at the wall. Katara and Halcarin got knocked on their butts, but they're about ten feet into the room, so you're just behind Tiff. And, um, Tilda is in the same spot as them, so... Oh, I thought, did we make a roll for that? Yeah, you all did. You guys, you guys didn't get damaged by it, but you got knocked down into the spot you were in. It? it was that dexterity saving throw. Oh, yeah, I rolled an 18 for that. I don't think ever asked, asked me. Oh. But it was, it was just that people, like, it was determining if you were gonna fall, or if you, like, you, you're not taking any damage for, from okay. it. Okay, yeah, I rolled an 18 for that. Okay. Um, I mean, you would be staggered a little bit. You may not have completely fallen, but, okay. Regardless, you guys are yeah. 10 feet in the room. Okay. So. Why well, I would continue forward with that. Okay. Okay, so you, you see if everyone's okay, Halcarin? Yeah, I would look to see if everyone's okay, and then upon seeing that, then I would try to continue forward to the chest. Okay. Um, so, Traitha, you're on the walls climbing. Yeah. Um, you're experiencing no problems on the walls, so you're, you're good, because I actually didn't put anything on the walls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Also, Nick, it's, you've got to uh, speak up. You're too far away, I told hour. you. It's for an hour? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to pause, like, halfway 
along the wall just to like kind of see how everybody's doing and like help out with like pressured tiles and stuff okay if so. i can if i can i'm not sure if she'd be able to um, if you're on the walls, it's it's harder for you to reach. Like I said, this is a 60 by 60 room. So right, on the yeah. walls, you're actually kind of further away. But you're able to start making your way up to the ceiling if you want. Um, if Do you have okay. dark vision? Huh? Do you have dark vision? I do. I mean, they have lights and stuff too, but it only goes 40 feet. So with your dark vision, you can see, like, yeah. the entirety of the room. Yeah. Um, so uh, you can... Trifa, how strong are you? Like, if I gave you a rope, could you just, like, <laughs> lift us over <laughs> to the chest? Um, you know, that's a great question <laughs> that I don't know the answer to. I don't know, man. Let me know if you want to try. I got rope. <laughs> um... How would I know how strong she is? I mean, you What's would probably your just have to try. What's your strength stat? 11. Uh, that's slightly above average, basically. Like, when it comes okay. to adventuring, that's the plus zero plus, uh, modifier, so. I mean, you could certainly try. Yeah. I, yeah, I'll try that. So, okay, can I try to throw the rope to her then? Do you say anything to her before you do it? Like, you're alerting her you're gonna try to throw it, right? Um, yeah, I would say, hey, Tresa, do you want to try to use this rope to lift one of us over, like, at a time, to the chest? You should probably try to Grace first. <laughs> yeah, so she's the lightest. 46 pounds. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. So... Try to throw over the rope, then. Um, oh my gosh, I'm struggling to think of a roll to try to throw the rope. I, I don't think you need to roll to try to throw the rope. I think she needs to try to roll to catch the rope. Okay. Um, so, maybe sleight of hand? I don't know. Okay. Uh, it's a tough call. Um, Traitha, remember you're rolling with disadvantage. Yep. Probably, like, yeah. Oof, that's a six. Six. So, yeah, um, I'm gonna say that, uh, how- how long is your rope, Kitara? 50 feet. Yeah, so you try to throw it, um, but she can't quite reach it from the way you try to throw it, cause it, the room is basically a 60-foot cube, and I know that you're tall- like, how tall are you? Like- I don't think I'm very tall, I feel like- I was like- Oh, I guess I was about my height, so like five seven ish. Yeah. So almost. I feel like I feel like the rope is like just short to trying to get to her. The way that she's walking, like she's just kind of struggling into at grabbing it. Okay. Um. So yeah, I don't know if you would try again, or if like other people would have other ideas, or try to just progress forward. Teresa, do you want me to try again? Do you think you could catch it? Yeah. Let's try one more time. Okay. Okay. Um, this time we'll try the acrobatics, Tretha. Acrobatics? To see if, yeah, to see if you can, okay, like... This is probably the same for Yeah, time. but to see if you can move while doing it. Yeah, and this is still disadvantage. Yeah, everything for you is disadvantage. Okay. You just are haunted by that vision. A six again. 
six again. She just can't yeah. get that. She just can't get that rope kitten. She every time she tries to reach, she's like afraid she's gonna fall. Like she just keeps getting negative thoughts. Um, mm -hmm. so she. You, you can, you can, especially with your dark vision and stuff, Kit, and you can tell she seems very anxious and that she's, uh, struggling at trying to grab the rope. Okay. Tretha, don't worry about it. We'll figure out another way. Okay. I would like to, um, is it, can I try to take one of my javelins and harpoon it into the ceiling with a rope behind it so that someone could use it to swing across? Uh, hell yeah, roll a, roll a strength check, but again, remember you're at disadvantage, Tiff, you triggered that trap. I know. Strength. Do, 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 do. That's a 13, and that's a 14. So, okay, 13. so the 13. Um, you, you wedge it into the ceiling. Uh, it kind of gets between... Everything in this room is, like, made of, of stone, it seems, but... Um, as Tretha's been walking up the walls and whatnot, she realizes that they aren't actually pressure plates, um, but it's still like a tile, so it kind of wedges up between some of the, some of the tiles and really lodges in there. I'll say, like, the, the blade part kind of hook, hooks in, and, uh, it, it's, it seems secure. I don't know oh. how much weight it'll hold, but it's up there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at the very least, maybe Katara and, uh, um, wow, I'm spacing. Um, uh, oh my god, not Tretha, but, uh... Third Grace? Third Grace, thank you. Mm -hmm. Could probably go across it, but Tiff's probably way too heavy for it. Um, so it's definitely more for those more small and nimble folk. Okay. So, Tiff's gonna be like, "Well, see if you can use that. It's a, it's too, too light for me, but you know." Okay. <laughs> he's, he's just trying to help. <laughs> yeah. So, um, is anyone willing to try the rope idea that Tiff has uh, set up for you guys? I am. I don't know that. Well, before um, before that, uh. Um, their grace is like it, it's their grace that's having the freaky visions about Babylon, right? It's Tretha. Tretha. Tretha okay. and Tiff. Tretha and Tiff. Okay, I'm going to look at uh, Tretha and Tiff. Uh, do I notice that they're acting a little off? Uh, make an insight check for me, Tilda. Okay. Woo. Okay, that's going to be really good. Okay, uh, inside. Oh, hot damn. Okay. That's a, that's a 24. Oh, yeah. You definitely see, um, not only that they're acting kind of out of character, um, you almost see this aura radiating off of them as if they have been cursed with bad luck. Oh. So, oh, you are, boy. you are very aware of the situation. Um, Tiff seems to be trying to kind of persevere. As, as does Tretha, to, to her credit, but, uh, I, Tiff's goofy personality kind of is trying to cover up the fact that he's a little spooked right now, and Tretha is, is very serious at the moment, I would imagine. Yeah, she's I just wonder... kind of hanging off the ceiling, freaking out a little, it's fine. Okay. Okay, I wonder, 
Um, because I have this spell uh, called Calm Emotions. It's yeah. an enchantment. Okay. Um, what it says is you can attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people. Each humanoid in a 20-foot radius sphere, excuse me, centered on a point you choose within range, must make a charisma saving throw. A creature can choose to fail the saving throw if it wishes. If a creature fails its saving throw, choose one of the following two effects. I can suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. When the spell ends, any suppressed effect resumes, provided that its duration does not expire in the meantime. Alternatively, I can make a target indifferent about creatures of my choice that are hostile toward it. Um, you can, you can try that. The main issue is that uh, Tretha is about 60 feet above you on the ceiling, and uh, Tiff is about 5 feet in front of you, so getting both of them in the same sphere is gonna be kind of hard. Hmm. So you okay. may have to pick a um is it a cantrip or is it a level spell? Uh, it's a it's a second level spell. So you may either have to pick and choose or you can try to inform them of it and see if they want to do something that would allow you to help both of them. Okay, I'm going to try. Um I'll I'll try to talk to them and shout over them. Hey guys, Tretha. Mm -hmm. Um No, it's their grace. Um No, it's it's Tretha who has the It is Tretha. Damn it, I'm getting my T's crossed. I do it too sometimes. <laughs> I've got to take notes, but... You're okay, right. so it is, it is Tretha, right? Yes, Tretha yes. on the ceiling, okay. Tiff Tretha about five feet in front of you. and Tiff. Tretha and Tiff, okay. Mm -hmm. um, Tretha, Tiff, you guys are kind of... You guys are looking like you're freaking out. Are you okay? Uh, Tiff's gonna... He's gonna be like, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Uh, I'm okay, you... Just, As you say that, Tiff, you hear that, like, twang of, like, a, a bow and arrow, like, snapping. Uh, I'm gonna probably duck, because I think I'm getting shot. <laughs> yeah. Tiff, it's a okay your feelings. I don't judge. <laughs> What's it to you? I, I'm okay. I, I promise I I'm okay. I want to help Twang! You, Every time you insist you're fine, it gets worse, Tiff. It's all here. We all have performance anxiety sometimes. <laughs> Tiff, there, Grace. I want to help you guys. Tiff's just gonna put his head on the ground for a second and kind of silently pray to himself. Pray <laughs> <laughs> for <an> accurate gift. <laughs> um. Oh my god! Amazing. I try to calm. He's gonna try to calm himself down by just kind of breathing slowly, but uh, I'm assuming it's not gonna work. No, so gonna abs like, absolutely not. You've been cursed, buddy. He's like, all right, all right. If 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 you can do something, do something already. Yeah. Um. Not. Not doing great. Okay. So. Okay. Tolda, you're trying to tell them you can help them. So. Right. I'm going to put a sphere around one of you, but I need to make, I need to decide which one is going to be more important. Oh, that's wording. Oh. Ooh. I mean, I, I'm, what exactly are, are we, friends? are we trying to get to the chest? Is that it? It seems that is what you guys are trying to do. Yes. 
Okay. Then uh, I think Tretha. You know, no, Tiff's gonna be like, do it to her. She's she has the better chance of getting to the chest. I do. She needs okay. to be. Okay, Tretha, just take a deep breath and let me work, do my stuff. Okay. I hope I hope you're gonna feel better. So I'm going to uh, cast calm emotions uh, and pin it right on top of her. Okay, um, and you said they can voluntarily fail? Mm-hmm. Tretha, would you be trying to resist this, or are you willingly trying to let Childa do what Childa does? I'm- I'm willingly letting him try. Okay. Um. Damn. So, uh, you probably voluntarily fail then? That's the preferable situation, right, Tyler? Mm-hmm. That's the absolute best case scenario. Okay. So... Uh, now that they've uh, done that, I'm going to say it's going to suppress any strong emotions of fear within 20 feet of her general area. Okay. Um, yeah, you do so. And upon that wave of magic, um, Tretha, I'm going to say that your disadvantage actually goes away. That was a really smart um, kind of use of your spell there, Tyler, so I'm gonna say that kind of cancels out um, the negative effect of the curse that she had. Thank you, Cholda. I feel- You're welcome! I, I definitely feel better now, thank you. Alright! Now let's do our stuff, what do you need to do? Well, um, we still have the- chest again? What was that? I'm sorry? Where's the chest? It's Is in the it center in the of the room. It's in the center of the room. This... Okay. Okay, um, I don't know if Greg is back yet, because he said that he was disconnecting, because his voice connection says it's low, and then Regan is going to be disconnected for a minute. Okay, Greg says he's back. Okay. I just wanted to make sure, so if they're being a little quiet, that's why. Um, I can talk if I have to, but I'm keeping it muted in the meantime, so you guys don't hear the TV. I walked downstairs and Q started screaming, so. Yeah, it's it's perfectly fine, Regan. Um, do what, do what you gotta do. If we need to hear from you, too, uh, you can also text and I can kind of read out loud what it's gonna say. Whatever you prefer, so. Yeah, whatever works. Awesome, cool. Um. um so, yeah, the chest is in the middle of the room. We have Tretha on the ceiling, who no longer is afraid. <laughs> Tiff is still afraid. Um, and cursed with bad luck. However, he is halfway through the room, and he has placed a javelin in the ceiling with a rope hanging down that a lighter individual may be able to use to try to traverse the room if they wish. Um, Darkstrider is back by the beginning of the room. Kitten and Cholda and Halkurin are about 10 feet in and are about <coughs> 20 feet away from the chest. Hello? Uh, Theragris wants to try to use Tiff's javelin thing. Okay. Uh, so, Theragrace, I am gonna have you... Would that be athletics? Acrobatics? Holding on to something like that? I'd say it's probably athletics. Yeah. Holding on to a I'd say acrobatics. Hmm. Acrobatics? That's more of, like, trying to, like, like, with deft hands and... I mean, that's, that's ultimately Sierra's call, but that's more of, like, Think of climbing a rope. Like, climbing a rope, you typically have to be athletic. You to have to that. be strong, it takes, yeah. It takes a lot of upper body strength okay. to hold yourself up. That's why I'm thinking more athletics over acrobatics, although it's a very close call. Yeah. Um, we'll just go with the athletics. Remember, you get advantage, though. Um, right, okay. Because you're lucky. 
solid. So you have climbed the rope. Um, you're just kind of swinging from it at the moment. I will say that because you are such a light individual, uh, you're just kind of hanging from the rope at the moment. It's not really swaying in one direction or the other. That's fair. Uh, but you're on the rope. <laughs> oh, okay. Juggernaut, get off so, my keyboard. So, so how is this rope like? Where is it in the room? I guess he threw it into the ceiling above him, so it's about fifteen feet into the room. It's about halfway to the chest, and the rope is fifty feet wide or long, okay. so. Could I mean, Tiff, like, it could cross the like, room, theoretically. Um, yeah. Like, He's in, like, the same space the as you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could, I could definitely do that. You just have to tell him. Sounds like a terrible idea. I'm ready. Let's All do right. it. <laughs> Tiff, Tiff, I need you to push me. All right, you better hang on tight. Make a strength check. Hang on. What am I doing? Uh, and you're not doing anything. Tiff is making a strength check. Okay, strength. Oh, God. Yep. Am I about to yeet her across the frickin' room? Uh, possibly, <laughs> but you're rolling with disadvantage, so that may actually benefit you. Oh, that's you. two. That's, tr that's true. So that's a 12, and that's a... Wait, hang on. Before he does that, before he does that, I'm gonna try to run up and touch him and give him, uh, guidance. Which okay. is a cantrip. Okay. And he can add... 1d4 to the number rolled on any ability check of his choice. Awesome. Um, yep, you do that, Shulda, no problem. He's already on the plate, so I'm gonna say you don't trigger it, because he's, he's already on that space. I'm just gonna reach over and just double tap his back, like, I'm going, uh, you know, here's my guidance. Bing. Okay, so it's a 12 uh, for the lower for disadvantage roll. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you're able to push her and it kind of steadily starts swinging back and forth. Uh, it, it is able to cross the whole room, but she's not, like, yeeted into the wall. So, uh, oh, So you're currently, you're currently swinging, Fair Grace. Okay. Um, am, am I able to, like, kind of judge when would be a good time drop onto the chest? Um, like right on top of it. Make a perception check. Make a perception check. Okay. With advantage, cause you're lucky. Yeah, I am. Oh, thank God. Thank God, I'm lucky. Uh, eleven. Yeah, you're you're able to kind of tell the rope isn't swinging too fast. Um, and you're not like too high up on it, so you would be able to kind of simply dismount and, and land on the chest. Okay, I would like to do that. Yeah, um, go ahead and make, uh, this time make an acrobatics check for me, just to kind of, like, dismount off the rope and make sure you stick the landing. Okay. Now 20. Oh, ba-bam. Yeah, you, you even get to do a fancy little flip off this rope and land on top of the chest <laughs> with, uh, with no issues. So, you are on the chest. Tretha is on the ceiling, probably right above you at this point. Um, yeah. Chulda and Tiff are halfway through the room. Darkstrider, are you still just chilling in the back? No, I'm gonna start making my way up. Okay. Um, go ahead and just make a perception check for me, Darkstrider, just to make sure you can follow on the path that everyone else is leading in front of you. That would be a 10. 
yeah, it, you're you're going slowly. Getting knocked into the wall kind of hurt a little bit, so you you're being cautious and just kind of following on the steps of the tiles that have either already been propped up or are um are currently like uh, safe to step on, already have pressure on them and haven't had a reaction. So you, I'll say you catch up no time at all with Tiff and Cholda, um, and. Kitten and Hal, I mean, you guys can catch up with Tiff very easily, too, I'll say. So, everyone is kind of on the same square, except Thergrace is on the chest, and Traitha is directly above the chest. If I wanted to try to drop down... Mm -hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Are there tiles around the chest that aren't, like, pressure point tiles? Can I tell? Mmm. Make a perception check. Oh my god. You're just rolling regularly now. You don't have disadvantage yeah, anymore. That's still a seven. Mm. <laughs> You're too high up. You can't tell. The tiles just look the same as the other tiles in the room. They may not be pressure pointed. Okay. Hey guys. What's up? Um. Can you guys tell me if there's any tile closer to the chest that is safe can you can you see what do you mean safe why like that's not gonna trigger something right but you're on the ceiling are you planning on jumping Trefa? i was thinking about it remember you're 60 feet up maybe you should try to slide down the rope instead true <laughs> the rope has kind of swung back into its stationary point in the square where the yeah. rest of your companions are which since the rest of your companions are there you would assume that that space is probably safe yeah but that is a 60 foot drop though yes I'll catch you trust me how about Tim tries to catch is he here yet? <laughs> Tiff, I see you lighten up, but we can't hear you, buddy. I'm sorry. No, um, it's okay. I'm... We hear you now. I just wasn't sure if you were actually talking. Yep, sorry. No, the cat's trying to steal my dice. That's okay. Oh. Juggernaut is trying to step all over my equipment and uh, eat my cords. So that's how nice. this is going. Okay, so what do you need me to do? They were just asking if you were going to try to catch Traitha, because you are oh, yeah, absolutely. big strong um, man. Yeah, I can try to catch her. Okay, so Traitha, are you sliding down the rope, or are you... Um... That's a good question. I think I should try to go down the rope first. Okay, so, um, on that note, make, uh, acrobatics check as you slide down the rope, I guess. A six. Oh, man. Okay, so I'm gonna say you start sliding down the rope, it starts to burn, so you let go. Tiff, my buddy, yeah. make that, uh, strength check to try to catch Traitha. Uh, Alright. Oh, and I'm still at disadvantage, aren't I? Yep. It's a 16, and that is a 22, so... The 16. 
16, yeah. I'll say you catch her, no problem. So, Trey, okay, you good. start to fall, but uh, Tiff catches you. You're in the same score as everybody else, uh, except for Thera Grace, who is on the chest. Alright, well, I think it's a good time to Thank you, Tiff. Forward. Yep. Okay, Halcarin said it's a good time to keep moving forward, so the other, he's at least trying to get closer. Um... Everyone who's trying to move, what direction are you moving in? Are you moving straight toward the chest? Or are you going... I'm doing the same, kind of looking to see what what ones look like they're trapped, what ones aren't, and analyzing what's the best route. Okay. Make a perception check for me, Halcrin. 13. Is the wind is the wind still blowing? Uh, Yes, but it's died down significantly. Okay, I was going to say, would it be possible for me to pop the tile back up after decompressing it to make the wind stop? Mm, you can try to. Okay, I would like to try that. Make a generic strength check. See if you can lift okay. the tile from being pushed in. That's a 13. Mm, let me check and see what it says real quick. Okay. Oh, do you have a rubber band? Milo's high as a kite right now. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, according to this chart I have, it says that's not enough. Okay. 13 isn't enough. It's a try. higher it's a higher AC than that. So it was worth a try, but you just can't get that plate to wedge back up. Okay. Not a problem. Um, and what was your perception check? I'm sorry. 13. You look around. Um you see a couple pathways that look relatively safe. Um, it's just hard to gauge right. what is going to trigger. You don't know if they're all pressure plates. You don't know what kind of um, traps are in the room. Okay. But you assume there are more. So you're about halfway through. And you know that you can infer the closer you get to the chest, the more of the squares right. are, are traps. Right. So... Oh. Oh my god, who shared that gif? Because I'm traumatized. <laughs> probably going... Guilty as charged. Oh. I'm probably just going to go one square forward. Okay, Halcarin is moving one square forward. Is anyone else doing anything? Uh, I'm going to try to keep moving forward as well. Yeah, same. Okay, so everyone, everyone tries to move a square forward? Yes. Okay. So, you all... Um, move forward. Who is- is the light spell still active? I believe so. I mean, I'm sure that my torch probably got blown it's out from the wind. Oh, yeah, your torch is blown out. Oh, your light spell's only for a minute? Okay. So, it's pretty dark in here. Again, um, you guys are trying to advance forward onto a square- um, I'm gonna use Druid Craft to create, um, light in the room. Okay. Good choice. Ooh. Are you also- it'll, It fits in a five-foot cube, um, and it'll just be, like, uh, it'll just go with wherever I am. Okay. Um, who all is trying to move forward? I am. Uh, I am too. Everyone, so, please make a perception check for me. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, 
Oof. <laughs> That's a ten. Shoulders got a ten. Okay. That's an eight. Tretha, what did you get? I'm so sorry. I my headphones off for a second. What was it? A perception, perception check. check. Oh, okay. That's an unnatural 20. Tretha, as you are about to step forward, you get the sense that uh, you should not. Your other companions do step forward, and um, they appear to be fine, but you still feel... If you step forward, something bad is gonna happen. Wait, guys. What's the matter? I'm not sure about that step. Are you sure? Yeah, it just it just doesn't feel right. Well, Alright then. Some of them have moved forward. I'll say Tiff, especially with that eight. And, yeah. um, he steps on the square and nothing happens. Oh, that's good. Well, if he steps on, I'll be like... Alright, then. Oh. Tiff's probably like, I'm not worried, and he's gonna keep on moving. Okay. Halcron steps on it. Nothing happens. Um. At this point, I would say I want to go left instead of right. Okay. First okay. I see some typing. What's happening? Okay. Um, yeah, Traitha, you see that your companions have moved forward and they're fine, but you feel very uneasy about moving forward. She's probably gonna hesitantly take us, like, start to put her foot onto the tile. <laughs> As you do so, Tretha, um, the tile sinks into the ground and turns Uh. into a pool of tar that sticks and slows anyone caught in it, aka anyone who has already taken a step forward. Um, this, you got that bad feeling because this trap was triggered by magic, and you had your magical light source. Damn. So, that's not me being a huge dick. I tried to warn you. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Like, I swear to God, that freaking never-ending story, get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> what? That, that was mad or Drew. No. I thought it was Nick. I, I just assumed that someone fucking around. Nope. Um, well, I mean, but thanks, Maddie. You're ruining my life. So you just assume it's me just because it's something stupid? Yes. <laughs> no, not something stupid, so, but creating a distraction. So yeah, it targets all of you guys. It opens up into a shallow pool of tar. It halves all of your speed, and the tar sticks to you, con- continuing to slow your movements until the tar can be straped, or scraped off. Um, if anyone would have cast, like, detect- If anyone would have cast, like, detect magic or something, they would have been able to, uh, know that, so... Oh, no. I have a question. Have there, Grace has a question. Sure, what's up there, Grace? Okay, so I have Tinker's Tools. 
What are those? Um, I would have to I actually use them to open the chest. I... Uh, Tinkerer's tools are more like uh, building gadgets and little mini things. But let me see what it actually laughing. says, because you could try to use them in a in a way that isn't um, you know, their original use. So hang on, I'm looking. Okay. They include the items needed to pursue a craft or trade. Proficiency right. with an artisan's tools lets you add your proficiency bonus to any ability checks you make using the tools in your craft. Um, so it's a it's a tool. You kind of basically get to choose what you normally utilize it for. So what do you think she tinkers with typically? I would think she'd have like um like a wood carving knife or Yeah. Um you can try I to use the knife to Jimmy the Lock. If you want, I would um, love to do that. Uh, what? what I kind would. Of I would do sleight of hand and let me see what the lock's DC is real quick. But go ahead and roll for it and remember you're lucky. So sleight of hand, you said. Yep. Okay. Unnatural twenty. Oh yeah, Ooh. the the lock pops. Um, and, um, you're on top of the chest, so you can't quite open it. Oh, right, good point. Um, can I, like, is there a spot along the chest? Like, is the chest, like, on, like, a, its own slab? Yeah. Or, like, stone or whatever? Can I, like, step down off of it and, like, do I know if something's, do I know if it's tricky? Um, basically, it's, the chest takes up its own square, the chest isn't, like, ginormous, it's not, like, a giant, you know, five foot by five foot chest. Right. But this is, like, a slightly smaller like, tile. It's, like, on its own, like, slab or, or stone or whatever. Yeah, it's on its own thing, but, it, like, all the stones that are around it, the edge of those stones is, like, right, is, is right adjacent to the chest, so there isn't, okay. like, a safe gap between them. Um, you can okay. make a perception check and try to see which one may be safe. Okay. Perception. Alright. This is not how I expected this room to go, by the way, guys. I hope it's still entertaining. <laughs> 18. Yeah. With an 18, you're able to see many of these squares are trapped. Um, however, you can see that... One of them, you're pretty sure your weight won't trigger it. Okay, I want to step down onto that one. Yeah, so it's actually kind of, um, it's actually like behind the chest. Okay. But you should so still be able to, to open lift. The chest if I were behind it, right? Because I'm too small. Yeah, you you can you can open the chest probably behind it. You just won't really be able to okay. see inside it. <laughs> That's fine. I just. Oh, there is a lot of feedback going on right now. I don't know what's happening. Um, it might be my phone. I had to plug it in. So I don't have my headphones in anymore. It's not too bad. It was just for a minute. I can try to turn down some, too, if that helps. I just want to make sure everyone else is still able to hear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, there's just, it sounds like a slight delay, but it's okay. Um... I, yeah, so Thergrace opens this chest, um, out of it, like, is a bright light that illuminates the rest of the room. Uh, 
as she does so, the, the tiles all kind of, um, start to adhere together to form, like, one solid floor. Uh, except for the one where you guys are in the in the pit of tar. You gotta figure out, like, how to get out of it. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> you're not sinking. You're just kind of stuck. Uh, just try to make a strength check to climb out, like, to pull yourselves out of the pit. Especially now that the ground around you is solid. You can probably get a good hold on it. 18. 18. I got an 11. 11, okay. 19. Okay. Uh, Halcarin and, uh, Derek, you both are able to pull yourselves out with ease. And then I would like to help whoever's left in there. Uh, Halcarin's offering to help whoever, so everyone else roll with advantage. Trace, that includes you. Alright, that's a 19. Here, I'm willing to help. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's that's a nine. Oof. Okay, shoulders rolling, shoulders rolling. Tiff, you said a 19? Yep, thank you. So, um... Okay, okay. Uh, Tiff, you get out what, easily, what too. You're making a strength check to try to pull yourself out of the pit. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you're, rolling with a, you're rolling with advantage because other people are helping you. <gasps> Yay, advantage! What was that, uh, again? It matter, anyway. 18. 18 gets out. Yay! I'm just going to, like, start scooping these big clumps of tar with that With that many people... With that many people out, those who are still struggling to get out, uh, would, would be kind of pulled out of the pit. Uh, yeah, Kitara, you're not in the pit. You're fine. Okay. So, everyone... Um, it's not really, really bad, Regan. Okay, just let me know if you want me to mute it until I need to talk. It's not hard to do that way. Yeah, it's it's getting better now. It was just kind of for a minute. It's There's still a slight delay, like I said, but it's not really that bad. Okay. okay, so like I said, you guys get out of this pit of tar. As you leave the pit of tar, that um stone tile just kind of like covers up the tar pit again. The floor is all solid. It's all, um, it's all one space at this moment, and, uh, you guys are able to, to walk to the chest with, like, the bright white light coming out of it. It's like Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, for, uh, is, are people approaching the chest then? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, um, I need everyone to roll a d6 for me. Oh, no. Okay. Ow. That's a two for Tretha. Five. Okay, Five. okay. Hey, hang on, my friends. Okay, I've got... Tretha got a two. Yeah. Tretha, you're gonna get an IOU voucher um, for personal knowledge. Okay. So, these are the same vouchers that, um, I believe it was Strider and... Kitten who got vouchers before with magic weapons. Yeah. Yeah. I've still got to get those stats for you guys too, but they're going to be similar to Tiff's um, great axe. So uh, if you want to just for now, I might personalize them a little bit just so you guys feel like extra cool. But um, if you're going to use them in the meantime in these rooms for some reason, it's a plus one weapon. Um, like if you 
kitten you already normally use a sword you get an additional plus one when you use this one strider same concept and then you add up a, a d4 to your damage roll as well so so those are for your ones that you already the ious that you already have um you don't physically have them in your possession yet because like it's an iou slip but just for if if you cash those in by the end of the night um strider what did you get a five a five. So, uh, you get an IOU for, uh, enemy knowledge slash weakness. Alright. Um. And then, Halcarin, what? Halcarin, you're gonna get the same thing then with a five. Uh, Tiff? What did we get? If you got a five, you get enemy knowledge slash weakness. So, like, uh, it's an okay. IOU slip. You're going to basically find out something about uh, an enemy that you're going to face in your future. Okay. What does what a two get? A two gets personal knowledge, something that personal they have been seeking um, for their personal quests, Hello. much like how Tiff is interested in, you know, where the gods have gone. Um. Uh, Traitha is interested in her parents. Tiff, can you hear us? Can anybody hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? I'm texting. Okay, hey, I can't hear anybody at all right now. Okay. Um. Like it just suddenly stopped. Let me back out and I'll jump back in again. Okay. Um, okay, Childa, yeah, but you're gonna get an IOU for personal knowledge. There we go, I'm back. Okay, can you hear us, Greg? Yeah, I can hear you now, sorry about that. That's alright, um, so Thergrace, Strider, and Halcarin all got enemy knowledge, Childa and Tretha got personal knowledge, what did Tiff and Kitten get? I got a one. Uh, Tiff rolled for Sorry. Kitten, you're gonna get another magical weapon, my girl. <laughs> Damn it. So, you, the, you know what? This works, though, because now you're probably gonna get a magical whip as well. I was gonna say, she can have magical yeah. whips. And... Okay, and then Tiff, what did you get? Uh, He rolled a four. A four? Tiff, you are gonna get a blessing. Oh. So you get an IOU for a blessing. Um, I will say... That uh, because of this, this isn't all that it's going to give you, Tiff, but it's um, your negative effect, your disadvantage is going to cancel out now. Okay, good. So, um, so, yeah. So, is that everyone? Did everyone get their, their role, their thing for moving past the trap room? Sure. Do you yeah, want me yeah. to make a note about the IOU or whatever? Yes. Yeah. You, it's literally like a casino voucher when you're going to cash out for... Um, when you play like any of the games, uh, so you don't have to carry a bunch of chips everywhere. It's it's where you can It's a slip that shows how much they have to pay you when you leave. So gotcha. that's kind of what okay. what she has done. Um, is that you get a slip that is like an IOU for a specific item. So everyone okay. has their okay. slips, and these stack. So like Regan gets two magical weapon IOUs. Strider gets the magical weapon and the enemy knowledge because they both won games in previous rooms. Um, I believe that's it for right now. I don't think anyone else has gotten any of those yet. So, um, you will see as you look in this chest and grab those slips that, uh, the, the chest kind of expands a bit and it becomes a doorway. Oh, nice. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. 
so um, so you guys are able to just uh, go through the doorway. And I'm actually going to pause it here to save real quick, just because during the test last night, I said I was going to between rooms just in case, like, my mic crashes. So um, I'm going to take a quick break here just to pause and save it real fast. Okay, sounds good. Okay, and we're back. Yep, it picked up where we left off, so we're good. I just wanted to make sure that happened, just in case. <laughs> so, uh, thanks thanks for your patience, guys. So, you walk into this white... I assume everyone's walking into the only doorway out of this room? I don't know. Yeah. Well, if it's in the only doorway, then yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, what was that? Hello? That was scary. Is everyone Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm fine. All right, I don't know what that was. Be in the room. Yeah. Um, all things considered, though, it seems to be going fairly well at the moment. So we are gonna get into another room. It's again like a white light, and then it kind of fades. The door closes behind you. You guys hear that shuffling behind you. You remember as every time you walk into a new room, you hear this like. Um. It's it's basically the doors behind you shifting uh, and resetting themselves so that you're, like, always changing where you are in the space and that you can't go back the way you came. So it's uh, you hear all that, like, loud noise behind you. Um, if you turn around to look at the door, the door is no longer there. Um, you are in a room here where, let me flip my page and make sure it is where it is. You are in a room with a table again. And at this table, uh, there are, again, cups and dice, much like how many of you will recognize from the first room. Tiff, this is new to you. Um, but there is an extra seat at the table, presumably for Tiff now. And, uh, you see the woman with her big dark ponytail and her striped outfit, that outgame you would recognize looks like a referee or an umpire mm -hmm. outfit, uh, including the cap. Am I by Tiff by chance? If you want to be. I mean, everyone kind of walks in at the same All time. Right. You're kind of just in a group. Well, I'm going to start, you know, patting on Tiff's shoulder like, that's her! That's the that's the crazy stripe lady! Uh, and we haven't, we as in the rest of the party, haven't recognized this person yet, right? Absolutely not! They just okay. recognize her as the lady from all the other rooms that they've been in. Um, okay. And she says, oh, good, you made it. She, she says, oh, good, you made it. Took you long enough. How many more games are there? Yeah. Didn't you read the note? What note? The note at the beginning when you got here. So let me guess there are seven. And this is what, five? <gasps> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're only in room six. I, I told you there were seven rooms. Seven. That's right. Like the note said. Greg, seven doors. Seven sins. For us now? Greg, what do you mean about her voice? I'm sorry. Like, um, out game. Isn't she? She's still. She's. The oh, are you voice asking if you are you asking if you recognize her voice? Yes. Um, make an a perception check. Uh, that's gonna be a 14. It sounds oddly familiar, but you can't put your finger on it. Gotcha. It doesn't sound okay. threatening. 
Uh, in fact, she seems excited to see you. Oh, well, then Tiff's very excited, because everybody should be excited to see Tiff. Yeah, and, uh, she kind of rubs her hands together and says, the rest of you know the drill, but, uh, in honor of our friend here, I feel like I have to reiterate a little bit. Uh, it seems cards can cheat and machines can be tampered with, and she's gonna kind of glare at Cholda and a couple of the other people <laughs> who did, uh, I'm who did, blush and just look away. who did a real bad job in room four, and, uh, and she's gonna say, but dice are truly lucky, and, uh, so she has your guys' cups all set up, and she says, I kept the, the same setup, just added a spot for, uh, for your friend here, if that's all right, but I still need you all to sign the contracts, as usual. Ugh, okay. Fine. Yeah. Yep, um, and these paper contracts Maybe this contracts is a good time to bring up something, Miss Stripe Lady. And she's gonna kind of just look at you, like, patiently. Uh, she doesn't say anything, but she's listening. It is obvious, so. Um, I personally have a religious obligation to not perform acts of, um, vice. Is there, like, a counter-contract, or am I, like, set in? Hmm. She kind of rubs her, her fingers on her chin a little bit, almost like she'd be stroking a beard if she had one. She says... I'm going to kind of grow my own little tuft of beard and just kind of start <laughs> <with> her. <laughs> uh, and, and she's going to say, well, your god likes tricks, doesn't he? Yes. Well, that's all that this is. Okay, and I'll pick up the pen and I'll sign it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, it's a, it's just a, it's just a trick. It's just a game. There's no harm, no foul. Uh, and she's like, don't oh, worry, no harm, you're no not. Foul. Fuck the machines. Yeah, she's, she's like, there's no signing your life away or anything. This is all just a formality. Okay, and I'll. And she sign even, it. she even goes so far as to tell you that, um, you wouldn't be here without his consent. I'm just going to get all giddy and just like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Tyler, you're. It was. It was a valid question, but she. She's a bit of a trickster herself, so you. You get to play. <laughs> um. <laughs> so for these games, like I said, she said that uh, dice were truly lucky. So people are going to need some d sixes. Let me see here what game we're going to play. I had a couple saved, so um. I'll you a couple. I may do that. Okay. Okay. The the first game is called Dice Twins. So what's going to happen here is, um, you know, she's got all your dice set up and uh, she's got a list of, like, instructions for everyone at their seats so y'all can take your seats. Um... This says that you grab a set of five dice, but if you don't have access to five dice, you're going to be able to just, um, re- re-roll your stuff. Okay. Um, and it says the youngest player starts the game, so which character is the youngest? Um, probably Theragrace. Probably me. I think it's Kitten. Theragrace is- Let me check. I am 22. 
Yeah, I'm 17. Oh, okay. Yeah, Kitten's a teenager. I know it's not me. I'm 120. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's probably me. Okay. Didn't I say I'm like 20 or something? Time is not uh, Something like that, probably, Cholda. Um, what order do you think you guys are sitting in? Uh, let's see. I can probably just declare it. Um... I'm honestly just going to go in the order that the D&D chat is on. So, like, Regan will be first, then it'll be th um, Maddie, uh, and then Drew, and then um, Skip me, because uh, my character is not playing this game. She's just observing. Um, then Traitha, then Tiff, and, oh, Halcrin, I guess you, you count as my spot. So, Halcrin, I'll go before Traitha, I'm sorry, after Drew, before Traitha. Um, Tiff and then, uh, Cholda will go last. So, what happens... We're gonna go in order of, at least on my screen, the way the voice channel is listing people. So, I'll, I'll cue people when to go. But the rule of the game is that the youngest player starts the game and you roll one of your dice and you leave it face up in front of you. Um, if anything, to keep track of this, we can type it in the text channel as well. Like, you could say audibly, but... Um, we can type it in the text okay. channel, so that way if you're having to re-roll the same die, you can see what your previous numbers were. Sounds good to me. So, uh, yep, so what'll happen is, and, uh, the referee lady will kind of point at Kitten, and, and she'll say, Well, little lady, you're gonna go first here, and you're gonna roll one of these here dice. I got a four. A four. Okay. And like I said, if you want to type that in the chat, perfect. Thank you. Uh, the player to the left takes their turn and rolls one of their dice and places it in front of them. So it'll be either Maddie or Drew, whoever wants to go first. Then the other person will go second after them. Who did you say was their grace? Or Derek? Yeah, either one of you guys. Whoever wants to go first. Either. I'll go first. It's a D6, right? Four also. Yes, it's a D6. Okay, four also. That actually triggers something because... Um, Whenever play continues around the table, this keeps happening. Everybody rolls a dice. When a player's roll matches any of the face-up dice on the table, both of the matching players score. So both Kitten and Thergrace are going to get a point. Um, Ooh. And then uh, you set aside that die. So you guys each would have four dice left. Does that make sense? Basically, when, yeah. you, get, when you get to zero dice, you win. So you're trying to match other people. Does this make sense? This totally makes sense. Okay. Okay, cool. So, um, and on the, on your turn, you have to continue rolling that first die until you match somebody. So you can't get rid of dice until you match somebody. I see. Um, okay. This is gonna be fun. So then, yep, so then play continues. So then, um, Dark Strider would go. He would start the new round. Oh, and I had light music for this. Let me see if I can set it up without messing things up like before. If not, I just won't play it, but... Okay, Derek got a three, so then it's gonna go to Halcarin. Five. Alright, so I'm gonna type five for Halcarin. Uh, then it's gonna go to Traitha. To who? Traitha. Traitha. Okay. You're breaking up pretty bad. Sorry. I also got a five. And yeah, you're breaking up pretty bad. Alright. Okay. I'll just scrap music for, like, the rest of the session then. Um, I might, like, 
play five seconds of it for aesthetic and then stop playing it. Um, just so that nobody cuts out or whatever. But, uh, so Tretha and Halkrin are gonna score, so you guys are both down to four dice. Um, Derek, you're still on your first die. Uh, it goes to Tiff. Okay. <clears throat> That's a six. Alright, so Tiff, can you type six? Yep, thank you. And then it would go to Cholda. Okay. I got a four. Um, the other, those other fours are off the table, yeah. so that means that nobody else has matched. So then, it goes back to the beginning. Um, Kitten, you have four dice, so you're gonna start on your next die. Um, everyone else, the dice that, the die that you rolled, you continue rolling that die. You don't save that number that you've already rolled. Okay. Okay, I got a four. Okay, so Kitten's got a four, so it'd go to Thayer Grace. One. Gigi, stop. Okay. Wait, didn't Tyler also get a four? No, yeah, the, I, the round restarts. Really oh, so, okay. Okay, uh, so Thergrace and Dark Strider both got ones. JJ, stop eating my cord. So they score. Uh, that means Thergrace that you are down to three dice. Uh, Derek, you're down to four dice. Uh, it's gonna go to Tretha's turn. Or no, it's Halkrin, I'm sorry. Halkrin. Three. Halkrin got a three. Uh, so now it's Tretha. I also got a three. All oh, right. Yeah. Uh, so, Halkrin and Tretha, you guys each score. Try to keep your guys' scores, like, written down or in your head, because I'm going to lose track pretty quickly. It's um, just until what we run out of dice, right? Yes, but I know not everyone probably has 5d6, right. so. Um, so, Tretha, you got a point. Halkrin got a point. Uh, um, oof. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, JJ's eating my cord. It's very distracting. Um, oof. Oh, Cholda, wait, Cholda, did you just go just now and got I a four? No, I'm going to roll now if it's... I mean, if you got, uh, the, if you just be, got the four... Turn, actually. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say it's yeah. Tiff's turn. Waiting for Tiff. Just wanted to post that because I forgot. Oh, uh, it was from earlier? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got a four. Alright, you and, um, Kitten each get a point. So then it's Cholda's turn. Um, okay... But there's no one to match dice with because everyone else no. partnered up. So well, I'll uh, be the trendsetter. Ding! I rolled a three. Okay. So uh, it goes back to kitten. Five. Five. All right. Uh, Thera Grace. One. All right. And Dark Strider. I'm very sad because I was playing an instrumental Get Lucky uh, track for this part, but unfortunately, oh, it's making things cut out. So, uh, I tried for the aesthetic listeners to the podcast. I tried. Uh, Dark Strider. So we've got a five and one and a six. It's going to go to Halkerin. Four. Uh, Halkerin's got a four. So everything's kind of all over the board right now. It's going to be Tretha. I got two. Two. All right. Wow. All right, <laughs> Tiff. So we're only missing what a three. Mm-hmm. Tiff. Uh, it's a five again. Uh, five. Okay, that matches Kitten. So you guys each get a point. I believe Kitten's in the lead now. I have two oh, left. Man. Yeah. So I'm all alone. Um, Cholda, you can roll a die. Uh, you're still pretty. Odds are you're, you're possibly gonna. 
That was a one. Uh, you actually tie with Thayer Grace, so you guys each get a point. Yay! Ella! Okay, and it goes back to the top with Kitten. Six. Okay. Two. All right. Two. All right. Uh, so Strider and Tretha are each going to get a point. No, Strider and Thayer Grace. Yeah. I, I totally meant that. That's my bad. No, it's okay. I it's Halkerin's turn. One. Alright, Halkrin's got a one. So it's gonna go to Tretha now. I got a three. Three, okay. Uh, Tiff? That is a one. One, hey. so Halkrin and Tiff are gonna get a point. Points? And then Cholda, go ahead, buddy. Three. Alright, you and Tretha get a point. Hey. Alright, so and points. It, it starts back at the top with Kitten. Two. All right. Two. All right. That, there is my last one. that was your last one, there, Grace. That was my last one. Oh, oh nice. Uh, it was. Was it Regan or Thayer Grace who got their last one? I'm sorry. Thayer Grace. Okay. So Thayer Grace, uh, that means that you win this game. So you're gonna roll a d6 <gasps> for me because you're gonna get another IOU slip. She really is lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say roll a d6? Yeah. Okay. We gotta roll this one. Three. Uh. Okay. You are gonna get an IOU for a personal item. So this is going to be maybe something you've been searching for, um, or something you're really interested in. It might be like Did you a, say personal knowledge? What did you say? A, a, it's a personal item, not knowledge. So you're going to get like a physical thing uh, that is personalized for you. It might be like a cool new musical instrument. It might be um, something. Awesome. It might be something else. Like we can discuss it. Basically, I'm going to customize each of these IOU slips for cool things that are uh, connected to your character's backstories and are interesting for you. So, um, okay, cool. So write that down too, so you guys can all hold me accountable for your IOU yep. slips. Like keep track of how many you have and what you've got. Um, since that went pretty quick, and uh, the the referee lady is going to look at Tiff and she's going to say, "I haven't had a chance to uh, play with you much yet." Phrasing. So, <laughs> so, so she said, "So I think we should play another game." Um, so this next one, let me see here. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, this next one, this next one is called Don't Match. So what's going to happen is you have to make it through six rounds without rolling twice. So rolling the same number twice. So it's a similar concept. You have six D6 here, or you're rolling the same die and just keeping track of your previous numbers. Um, okay, so, so it's the same but opposite. Yes, so you're you're gonna roll, um, but it but it's just it's yeah. So it's each player grabs a set of six dice. Everyone rolls one of their dice at the same time and sets it in front of them. Then everyone rolls their second die at the same time. Uh, you place the rolled dice in a line to show what you've rolled so far. If you roll a number you haven't rolled yet, you continue rolling. If you duplicate any of your own numbers, you're out of the game. So Damn. this is like competing with your with yourself and trying to last the longest. Um, 
If the last remaining players are all eliminated in the same round, they re-roll and continue playing until one remains. So, uh, if more than one player makes it through all six dice rolls without a match, then keep rolling the last die until someone is eliminated and the winner remains. So, So, this is one where everyone kind of rolls their dice, and this is going to be an honor system, obviously, since I'm not there to see you. Um, How many dice do we need? Six. This is the way. Um... But basically, if you if you write down, like, the number of... If you're using the same die, you can write down the number of the uh, die that you rolled, and as soon as you get a duplicate, you're out. You're trying to go six times in a row without rolling a duplicate. Is it alright if I use, like, a dice app? Yeah! Yeah, I found one. I found one. one Never <laughs> yeah, dice apps are fine. Um, I wasn't making them mandatory, because I do know some people like to roll their own dice. But if you're using an, an app, that's perfectly okay. You're going to need 6d6 if you're using an app. Gotcha. And you're going to roll them one at a time. Okay, so it's the first round. And again, similar concept. If you guys want to type the number that you roll in the chat so I can see it, you're also welcome to say it verbally, but sometimes it's nice to have a visual. So, okay. uh, so it's going to be round one, so everyone's going to roll one die. You can't be out on the first round. <laughs> I know, I'm being funny. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Halkern got a one, so I just typed it in the chat for him. Okay. Cool. Alright, so now everyone's gonna roll their second die. If you roll the same number that you just rolled, you are out. Oh, thank God. Halkern got a five. Oh, Drew is out. Okay, so Dark Strider, <laughs> you're you Dark Strider. As you roll that, your dice kind of disappear from in front of you. Just, just for the time being, for this game, because it's an, an elimination game. So, um, so then everyone else is still in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're gonna roll your third die. Halcrim got a four. I'm out. Out. Oof. Cool. I'm still in. Okay. Still in. All right. If I keep the same number as the first round, I'm out, right? Yes. Any, if if you get there. any duplicates, yeah. All right, so I'm out. Okay, kitten, your dice vanish from in front of you. Um, everyone else who's still in, roll your fourth die. Six. Falcon got a six. I'm out. Phew. Oh my god. <laughs> Tiff is still in. Uh. I'm out. All right. So, Cholda, are you still in? I'm still in. Cholda, Tiff, and Halkarin are still in. Uh, Tretha, are you in? No, I'm out. Okay. So we're down to three. All right. Fifth, wow. fifth die. Two. Holy shit. All right. Halkarin is hanging oh in there. Oh, my God. Tiff is, Tiff is also still in. Holy shit. Uh, Cholda's right. out, so it's down to Tiff and Halkerin. Alright, Tiff. Let's do it. Alright. Tiff needs a two. I, I, got, I matched. Tiff, if you roll a two, oh you win. Oh two! <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Oh my god! Right. Tiff, Tiff, you're gonna get an IOU slip. You gotta roll a d6 for me, buddy. <laughs> Alright. That's a two. Yeah, I needed a Tiff, three. you are going to get personal knowledge. Cool. 
Alright, so write that down too. Also, if you guys aren't aware yet, this whole thing has been for me to like shower you with gifts. This whole uh, Fortunes of Fortuna two-parter. So hopefully you guys are enjoying getting some presents. Um, we're, she wants to play one more game, I believe. Uh, actually, there might be two. Let me see here. Okay. Um, this next game also requires five dice. This one's interesting. You may need a dice app for this if you don't have all five dice. Um. Did you say five? Yes. Okay. Kitten and Darkstrider and everyone else's whose dice vanished when you went out, uh, they, they come back. Your five dice come back. Uh. I feel like with this one, uh, if I had access to music, I would be playing uh, Oogie Boogie's music from Nightmare Before Christmas. Because <laughs> uh, this song is called Knock Knock and is a bit of a gambling game. So okay. here, the way that you play this game is that players take turns. Again, the youngest player goes first. So it's going to be Katara going first again. On your turn, you get one roll. You may roll as many of your five dice as you wish. You try to keep your dice covered, which we don't need to because we're all separate right now. So you're not going to be posting these numbers in the chat, okay? That goes for okay. everyone. Do not post your numbers in the chat. But this is still an honor system game. Please don't cheat. Um, you keep your dice covered so other players can't see what you have. Everyone gets a turn around the table, pretty much. Uh, if you collect a, a perfect score of 30, which is five sixes, you immediately win um, that round. So, uh, however, if a player thinks they have the highest score on the table, they may knock. So you would chime in and say, like, knock, knock, um, or type it here in the chat or whatever. If you think you have the okay. highest score on the table, you can knock and challenge other players to a showdown. If you choose to knock, that is your turn, and you do not get to roll anymore. Uh, in this showdown, all other players get an extra turn uh, to try to collect as many points as they can. So they can um, save any of their, like, fives and sixes they already have and roll the rest of their dice um, to try to get more of them. Once this last turn is completed, all players reveal their dice and add up their points. The player with the highest score wins. Like, so, for example, it says Paige adds up her dice 5, 5, 6, 4, and 6 equals 26. She thinks she has, like, the highest score at the table. Um, she then decides to knock for her next turn, forcing other players into a showdown. They get one more roll to try to beat her score of 26. All players then reveal their dice and score to see who wins. So, um... Okay, cool. Let's do it. Yeah, it's like an interesting thing. And the, the goal is to play for a... It doesn't say how many rounds you play for, but... We'll, we'll probably play for, um... Like three points? Uh... If you win three times? Something like that, yeah. Just so that way, uh... It's not over after one round, but it doesn't go on for eternity right. either. So, um... So it starts with Kitten. And she okay. rolls her five dice. Okay. So you... So... You roll them... Uh, like, you want to get, like, as many fives and sixes as possible, because that jumps up your score. But okay, and then what happens after I roll them? It goes to, like, the next person's turn. Just keep them all there for now. Okay. 
I rolled. Oh, okay. So, okay. so, now, so you roll it, your let's dice. Say if she wanted to knock, does she knock now or at the beginning of her next turn? Let me see here. I'm trying. I'm sorry. This is a new game to me. It sounded like fun though. So, you get okay. on your turn. You get one roll. You can roll as many of your five dice as you wish. You try to keep them covered so that other people can't see what you have. Uh, players continue to take turns around the table. If someone gets five sixes right off the bat, they they win that round, hands down. Um, you immediately show your dice to the group and win. However, if someone is rolling and they think they have the highest score on the table, uh, they can knock and challenge other players to a showdown. So I think you roll your dice, but you can knock at any point. If, like, four people have gone... And no one's gotten that perfect 30. You can say, okay, I think I have the highest score on the table. And then you don't get to re-roll again, but everyone else gets to get one additional roll to try to beat you, basically. So you only want to do that if you have a high roll. Okay. And then whoever has the highest roll wins that round. So that's a way to kind of... I don't know. I don't know. It sounded fun. If it's too complicated, I can pick a different one. Uh, but okay. We'll no, give it a shot. Yeah, we'll try around and see if it works. If I have a backup game, if it's not. So it would start with kitten, though. Okay, I mean, I, I people can go after me. I'm not gonna say that I have the most. Yeah. Okay. So kitten's gone. It would go Thera Grace. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna knock. Okay, Halcarin is knocking, which means that Trefa, Tiff, and Cholda get to still do their, like, original roll, and then everybody gets to do a second roll, where you can choose as many of your dice as you want to try to beat Halcarin's score. Uh, I'm gonna also you re-roll as many of them as you want? Yes. Okay. You get your one original roll, right. and then you can, you, because someone knocked, you get your, you get to try to re-roll. Basically, Halcarin okay. is so confident that unless pretty much someone gets a perfect 30, he thinks he's going to win, so. Maybe I just like making things spicy. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> so do we reveal? I have, I have a six. <laughs> um, at this point, after everyone has rolled, everyone reveals. Yeah, Tretha just got back, though, so let her do her thing real quick. Um... So, Tritha, did you do your original roll with your dice? Uh, not yet. I'm about to. Okay. Do your do your dice roll. And then because Halcarin knocked, you get a, an you additional roll. roll. You, you can re-roll as many of them as you want. You're trying to beat his score. So if you have any higher-end dice, you might want to save those and just re-roll the lower ones. Again, if anyone got a perfect 30, they auto-win. Mm, no. Alright. Tritha, are you good? Yeah. All right, everyone, say your say your numbers. Um, we'll go around. We'll start with a uh, kitten. Twenty. Twenty. Thera Grace. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Strider. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Oh. Twenty-four. Mm. had twenty-four. Tretha, what did you have? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Tiff. Twenty-eight. Ooh. Wow. And Cholda. Fifteen. Okay, let me see what happens in the case of a tie. Roll one more d6. I was gonna say have them both maybe. roll all five of their dice, and whoever has the highest total just there wins the point. 
It it just says the player with the highest score wins. It doesn't say anything if there's a tie. So I, I guess five. we both win. Dealer's um, choice, I guess. I I I mean it doesn't say to break the tie, so I guess you both win. So roll a d6, I guess. Yo. Okay, who got the six? Dark Strider. Dark Strider, you get a magical clothing item. Ooh. And Tiff, what did you get? Three. A personal item. Sweet. Tiff, I may auto-rule like your, uh, your personal item or something may have something to do with your great axe. I may just add a cool factor to it, but we'll see. Uh, it's an IOU slip right now, so it's fine. That game was kind of weird, so I think we might just do the other one. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Yeah, here's the other one I had. The goal of this game is to be the first player to reach 25 points over a series of turns, but decide how much you want to push your luck to get there. And this would be the last game that she would do. Um... This one requires 10d6, though. So, again, if you... Oh, okay. If you don't have that many, you um, either can use a dice app or you can write down your dice numbers, like, as you're doing them. Um, players, again, take turns rolling. On your turn, you roll all 10 dice and you set aside any fives and sixes. And they are worth one point each. You may continue your turn and re-roll the remaining dice to score more points. And you set aside any fives and sixes. Um, hang on, it's... It's cutting off, so I gotta... Pull it up on the actual... App here. Sorry, guys. It's, uh... It's, it's gonna take me a second, y'all. My bad. You're fine. Oh, what did I look up earlier? I downloaded it, so I don't know. Okay. Okay, I did find it, so I just have to download the instructions again real quick. It's going to take two seconds. Okay. Hi, low. Okay, so you roll all ten dice. You set aside any fives and sixes. They're worth one point each. You may, you may continue your turn and re-roll any of the remaining dice to score more points. After each roll, set aside any fives and sixes for one point each. Keep rolling as many times as you wish, but be careful. If you ever roll and you do not get a five or a six, then you went bust and your turn is over and you get no points for the entire turn. Oh. Uh, and so basically you can stop at any time and that is your, um, like I said, each five and six is worth one points and that's your point for the round. And then the next player goes. Um, you can stop rolling at any point. You write down the total points you scored for that turn. Uh, the first player to reach a total of 25 points total is the winner. So Is it like 25 on the dot, or if you go over, you bust? It just says the first player to reach a total of 25. So if you go over, then um, that's fine. So how many dice do we roll at a time? Uh, you roll all 10, but then you save the fives and sixes, and you can choose to keep rolling the remaining ones, but um, 
if you do so, then, uh, if you don't roll any fives or sixes, then you bust and you get no points for that round. Does that make sense to everyone? I gotcha, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, just to keep things simple, we would start with Katara again. Okay. So you would roll all ten dice. Okay. And you get to save any fives and sixes, and they count as one point each. So how many fives or sixes did you get? I have four total. Okay, so you would save all of those. Now you can choose to roll your remaining six dice for more fives and sixes, or you can pass and just keep your four points. If you don't get any fives or sixes on these six remaining dice, then you get no points for the round. Oh, I just realized I'm short a die. Okay, roll, just roll an extra die. Just add it to your roll. Okay, that was a five. Okay, so you have five, so you would re-roll five dice if you want to. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to. Okay. Okay. I got one six. Okay, so that puts you at six points. You can choose to re-roll yes. the four remaining dice, or you can pass. I'll roll them one more time. Okay. <laughs> A five and a six. Okay, so you add two points then to your total, so that's what, eight? Yep, eight. Okay, you can roll the two remaining dice or you can pass. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. Okay, so Kitten has eight points. Kitten, if you can type that in the chat just so we can keep track. Yep. It would go to Thayer Grace next. Okay, she has small hands, so she has to... Yeah. Three. Three? Okay, so you can choose to reroll the remaining seven and look for more fives and sixes, but if you don't get any, you get zero points. Uh, so that's I'm up to you. Alright, roll the like, seven dice. That's fine. Nervous. Hold on, I have to reroll. Okay. Um, I got one, I got a five and two sixes. So you saved those three. Points. So you're at six now? Yeah, I'm going to keep it. You're going to keep it at six? Okay, can you type it in the chat for me? Yep. And then I'm going to go to Dark Strider. <laughs> right. All right, I've got four. Okay. So you can choose Already to re-roll the remaining six? Yep, okay. And, uh, Tiff, you'll be aware, during the last time, these guys are all probably used to it, but as each person is taking their turn and rolling, that referee lady is kind of hovering over them, kind of taking a look at their dice. Um, Alright, I got eight, and I'm gonna pass. You're at eight, and you're gonna pass? Okay. So, uh, write that down. Thank you. We'll go to Hal now. Hal. Okay, uh, two, three. I am definitely gonna re-roll some of these. Okay, he got three, so he's gonna re-roll his seven. Six. Why not? You're rolling the four yeah. left. Okay. Oh, I got one. Oh. All right. So are you? You're at That's seven. Seven. I'm gonna stop there. Okay. Hal's stopping at seven. Oh. So. Oh, I didn't realize you were typing on your phone. Okay. So. Yeah. The other ones it wasn't really necessary, but this one. Okay. Is, so. so it's gonna be Tretha's turn. Tretha, you're gonna roll those ten d6 for me. Okay. I only have five d6, so I gotta roll them twice. That's perfectly okay. 
I got. Oh wait, hold on. I got turtle another time. Okay. Yes. I got one. Nope. I got a five and a six, so that's two. Yes. So I'm you gonna can re-roll the other eight. Yes. And then I got two fives. That's at four. Um. So I'm gonna re-roll the other four. Uh, you so you have a total of four points right now. Yeah. You would get to re-roll six more dice. Six more dice. Okay. Yes. It, uh, if you want to, or you can stay at four. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I wanna. I wanna keep rolling. Okay. You need to stop that, Nick. It's and then I got the two more. <laughs> okay, so that puts so you... I'm at six. So, yep, you can choose to keep the six, or you can press your luck and roll the four dice. I'm going to stop at six. Okay. So then it's Tiff's turn. Okay, so I kind of lost you guys for a little while there. I rolled ten dice, and I keep fives and sixes, correct? Yes. Okay, I'm going to use an online dice roller, because I don't have that many dice on me right now. That's okay. <laughs> Um, one, two, three, four. So there's four of them that I'll keep. Okay. And then roll again, right? You can choose to roll again, or you can keep those points. If you get no fives or sixes, you get zero points for the round. Okay, I'm going to roll again. Okay, so you're going to roll the six dice? Yep. Uh, I've got one five in there. So you're at five points, and you can roll five dice if you want to. I will roll again. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, holy shit, there's four there. Okay, so I'm at nine points. I'm going to stop. Yeah, that's you a good call. You roll that one? <laughs> no, thank you. All right, Cholda. Okay, I'll roll here. And uh, I've already got three. That's good. Awesome. So I'll roll the next uh, seven. <gasps> okay. Okay. Uh, that's another, looks like another three. So you're at six. Okay. So I'll I'll roll the other six. Wait, do I have four dice left then to roll? Do you have six, five, and sixes? Yes. Yes, then you would roll four dice. If you want, okay. or you can stay at the six points. I'm rolling again. All right. I got two more. I got two more. All right, Sarah, eight. You okay. can choose to keep the eight or you can re-roll. Um, if you don't get a five or six on these two dice, then you get zero points for the round. Uh, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try oh, it. Oh, all right. Oh, okay, okay. That's a nine. So I've got one more. Are you going to go for it or are you going to keep the nine points, Tyler? Do it and you're cool. Peer <laughs> <laughs> pressure. Remember, uh, if you don't get a five or a six, you, don't get, you lose all your points. Yeah. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. Okay, Chola's at nine. Loser. It goes back nine to Regan. I'm nine. actually going to run to the bathroom, but you guys seem to get the concept of the game, so I'll be right back. Uh, Just uh, it's It's Regan's turn. Oh, I got two, and then I got a couple more. I 
can get any more. So I have got two. I have eight dice left. Roll again. Got two more fives in that one, but I need to roll three more. So sorry, I have a weird number of dice. Okay, that puts me at six. Mark with something else, or I'm gonna forget. So four dice left. I'm gonna roll them again. One of them bounced out. Okay, so that puts me at. I have eight, and I'm gonna just stop there. I'm good. Okay, so you add that to your previous eight, so you're at 16, Regan. Okay, I'll put it in the chat. Awesome, thank you. Oh, my turn. Right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Enjoy. I have a minute. Ten is a big number. Man, y'all remember that Sesame Street song? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Five. 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 Okay, so I got three fives. So I'm gonna re-roll the other set. Okay. Got four sixes. I'm gonna keep it. So that's seven plus six, which gives me. Okay. Alrighty. get any. Am I able to re-roll them all? Uh, no. Really? If you don't get any, you get zero points. Fuck this game! Yikes. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Okay, so I got two, so I can re-roll eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get any, so that's two, right? If you didn't get any, Oh, no, that, that means I got zero. Yes. I have zero now. Yes. Okay, so I still have six. Yes. <laughs> Me too. Okay, so then it would go to Tiff. Tiff's turn? Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Alrighty. Uh, one, two, three, four. So I'll take those away. And I'm going to roll again. And oh, nothing. Okay. So Tiff, you just have the same score you did last round. Yep. And Cholda, that goes to you, buddy. Okay. Here we go. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so I got three that okay. first time. Okay. So I'm going to go again. All right. Three. And 
Oh, okay, I got two. All right, so I put you at five. five. I tried to come up with some games that, like, we could still play separate, so I hope it's enjoyable for people. Um, it really is. Obviously, I'd yeah, planned this session yeah. before the quarantine. Yeah, I was having fun until I didn't roll any on my first roll. I'd planned this session before the stay at home became, okay. like, you know, in effect, yeah, so right. we're, we're making it work. Again. I'm going again. All right, Childa. Oh, my God, I got three. Okay, so what does that put you at? All right, I'm currently at five, so an extra Three, eight. Eight. So you have two left. Do you choose to add the eight to your previous, what was it, nine? Or do you do push it. your luck? Half of us didn't roll anything anyway. Yeah. Are you saving your eight points or are you continuing, Jolda? Do it. Oh, do it. I, um, do it. What would Jolda do? Yeah, what peer would Jolda do? Peer pressure. Oh, that was cocked. Uh, Cholda will keep. Cholda will keep the eight. eight. It seems like Cholda would play it safe. So you're going to add the eight to your nine. That's going to put you at uh, 17, Cholda. So you're getting there. Remember, it's first person to 25, guys. Uh, So it would go back to Kitten. Okay. Okay. So much hate, guys. I know, everyone's all mad at Jolda. And so Kitten still is not advancing with any points. It's going to go to Fair Grace. Okay. Five. I got one, so we're going to reroll the other. All right. That one doesn't get put that one back in the pile. Thank you. That's a, that's a five. That was a five. Okay, now it's a four. So you're close. You're six away. Alright. It's gonna be Dark Strider's turn. I got four, so I'm gonna re-roll my other Sounds good. Cheating. Drew just cheated. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I'm at six now. Okay. Guys, I just achieved a goal just by... 22. You achieved a goal for what? Like a move goal. Oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. What are we looking to get at? 25? The, the total points you're looking to get are 25, yes. 
Okay, I'm gonna re-roll re my four. Okay. Ah, damn it. Nine. All right, that is zero. All right, no points that round. Okay, 16. 62. I got a whopping three, so I'm gonna roll the other seven. Calcarin got three and is re-rolling. I got two more, so I have five. Just keep going, because otherwise I'm gonna lose no matter what. Uh, I got one more. I'm gonna keep going. Don't get I greedy. I got six. You're gonna keep rolling? Oh my god. I got two more. I'm stopping at nine. Okay. <laughs> I am here. I can vouch for him. So you're gonna add nine to whatever you had previously. Oh, uh, seven. So I'm at sixteen. Woo! Nice. That pretty much ties up most people. Uh, it's gonna be Tretha's turn. Okay. That's then I just got seven. I'm gonna stop. Alright, add it to your previous total. I don't know what that puts you at now. Um six and seven is thirteen, right? Yes. And yeah. Alright, Tiff. Alright. Uh, How does Tiff feel about playing well, some well, dice games? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he probably finds them pretty, I don't know, pretty slow. Like, it's probably exciting because it's obviously a competition, but yeah. his competitions are usually more physical. All right, two, four, punch five, five. Two, three, four, five. Roll again. One, six. Roll again. Seven. Roll again. Oh! Eight! Oh. Roll again! Oh my god! Oh my god! <gasps> nine! Uh, okay, I'm solving at nine. Fuck! Roll again! Uh. <laughs> Tip is at 18! <laughs> oh! It's gonna it be Childa's turn. It would have been a two if I would have rolled okay. again. Okay. So everyone is sitting between the 13 to, like, 18 range. It is anybody's game. Okay, so that first one I only got two. Okay. Okay. What the fuck, Nick? Nick just, like, yeeted dice across the room for no reason. That sounds like Nick. Oh, I'm missing one. So I'm going to roll again. All right, Cholda. Oh, my God, three. So that's five. Really, all I need is like one more, and well, I don't know if I want to keep going because I don't want to go over. Choldo is at seventeen, so plus five, you're at twenty-two. So you need three more. <coughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Fuck it, I'll do it. All right. What would Palpatine say? Do it. He's been flashing on my screen all night today, so. He's been saying it, goddammit. it. Okay, here we go. Okay, that was one. Come on, two more, Tolda. Okay. How many successes do you have right now, Tyler? Uh, two, three. All right, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> All right. So you would have four dice. You need two more to win. Okay. Do it. Okay, I think 
think that's how that works. What is this, 2010? How many, yes. how many dice was that again? I'm sorry. Cholda, you, you, you have six right now. You would get to roll four dice. You need two successes to win. If oh you get God, zero, you get zero over. points. Please don't go under. Please just get two. Here we go. Oh my God, I got two! Hey! So Cholda is the first to 25 and therefore gets to roll a d6 as yes! their reward. He's a winner. Good job, Cholda. Finally! I got a six. You got a six. Cholda, you're going to get a piece of magical clothing. It's an IOU for magical clothing. Oh, perfect. I'm going to put that down on my notes for later. Yes. All right. So on that note... I'll forget. On that note, everyone's dice are going to vanish. And uh, a door is going to pop up into place behind... The referee lady. And she's just going to gesture to the door so that you can continue onward. Alright, okay. Uh, well, this should be the last room. I'm just going to be skipping to the to the door. Alright. <laughs> I did it! So, you go in through the door then. Everybody goes in through the door. As it closes yep. behind you, again, you hear that shuffling. Um, you're in a room, again, with no doors. Uh, this room, let me find my description real quick, I apologize. In this room, you see a variety of different things. Um, things like crystal balls, um, boards with weird letters and numbers on them, um... You also see, like, different crystals, um, sorry, I'm going through my list, and you see, um, you see broken mirrors, you see ladders, you see, um, you, um, each person who told me about their good luck signs before the session, though, you'll see these things as well, um, so you'll, you'll see things that basically you, um, associate with good and bad luck, kind of decorating the walls of the room. Well, regardless, we have a black cat in here. True. Um, so, yeah, there are signs of good luck and bad luck. Um, let me find my notes. Um, sorry, guys. There are a lot of notes here. You're good. Okay, yeah, Tiff, you see your good luck signs of, like, um, hunting birds, and, uh, you're comforted by, like, signs of main thack, um, but you also see bad signs, um, like broken equipment, um, rusty traps, things like that. Um, those are some things that immediately jump out at you. Derek, um, this room is just full of random things for you. Uh, right. you, you really couldn't care less either way. It's a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, essentially. Um, however, you, um, you, you still feel a bit uneasy, again, because all of these rooms, you have, uh, it has been luck-based, you have lacked control, which is something you told me that, um, 
like, lose, I know you talked about losing control as in, like, with bitch and things, but I still think that it's kind of upsetting to you, especially the fact you don't know why she is not um, speaking to you or you don't feel her presence, even though right. you don't always like her. It's something that's been a part of your life for a long time, and it feels um, unnerving to be without it. Um, uh-huh. Kitten, um, you... Uh, for some reason, see like a little toy, um, a little toy boat and a, a stack of bananas. <laughs> but you, uh, her, uh, her, her bad luck superstition is uh, there. Pirates had a thing where um, transporting uh, bundles of bananas, bunches of bananas on a ship was bad luck. So well, they probably would have helped with the scurvy. So, yeah, so she told me that was her thing that she was kind of afraid of. So, like I said, this room isn't all uh, bad things, but the bad things are kind of jumping out at you guys because they're some of your biggest fears. So, um, Tretha, you just feel, like, negativity in this room. Um, you yeah. don't see any signs of life. You don't see any living creatures, which has been kind of a theme. You guys haven't seen any of your animals or anything else. The only person who's encountered anybody else here other than the referee has been Tiff, which he mentioned he met with his ancestors. But um, everyone else has not seen really any signs of life in this place. Um, uh, Cholda, you see uh, skulls. And black decor. Um, but there's also some purple things in this room, so it kind of balances out. The room is actually almost split into like a 50-50. As in like, the left half has a bunch of really bad, scary things, and the right half has things associated with good uh, for you guys. And then like I said, there's just other um, like fortune-telling items that are kind of scattered throughout on both sides. Because... Um, fate and fortune and luck all are kind of different things that can be good or bad. So, um, they're kind of scattered throughout. Um, Thayer Grace, you, um, you, you don't see any actual living crows, but you see, like, stuffed crows, like fake crows. Um, but you, uh, you also see like, uh, harpsichord or, like, your golden harpsichord thing, uh, it comfort- it comforts you. And, um, Halcarin, for you especially, you'll notice on each side of the room, on the- on the bad half, there's an eclipse depicting where the moon is covering the sun, and on the good half, there's a- a picture of the sun eclipsing the moon. So, um... That is something that you told me was, like, your good and bad luck signs and what you associate with, like, the Sky Realm. So that is what you kind of notice in this room. Um, I think... Did I get everybody? I believe so. Okay. So, yeah. So this room, uh, it's very unusual. It's just full of a variety of different things. There are also other... I mean, out game, there are other good and bad luck signs from different cultures on both sides. Um, and then... In the middle of the room, there is a table, and on that table is a box. What's in the box? 
No, no one is in here. Halcorin, you open the box, and inside is a deck of cards. Oh. And as you open the box and the deck of cards is revealed, um, let me see, I had something written for this. Uh, there is a piece of paper kind of on top of them. I would like to read the paper. Uh, do you pick the paper up? Yes. Okay, you pick the paper up, and again, it's much like the paper at the beginning, um, where it's kind of being written out as you pick it up. Um, and it says, each of you is so important to this quest. I know your journeys of self have been set aside for the good of the realm. The best way to find the answers you seek is to stick together. I'll read that out loud. Wholesome. <laughs> And beneath it is a unusual looking deck of cards. So, um, the theme in all these rooms was chance, luck. I'm just going to go ahead and take a card off the top. Okay, so basically what I'm trying to figure out to do so that everyone still gets to feel like they're drawing is I don't know if people ha uh, can pull up like either a random number generator or if they want to roll like a d20. Um, and a d20 like, would be good because you can numerically categorize. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But um, since there's 22 to start, I'd say roll a d20 and a d4 and add them together. And if it's a 23 or 24, then um, like re okay. roll the d4. Well, then it would be one or two then. For Eight. No, 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 no. Guys, guys, guys. is going first. Okay. Oh. <laughs> this is this has this is the thing that has to take place in order. You know so what I mean though, because if you roll a d4 too, then you're never gonna get one or two. So on a 23 or a 24, that can be one of them too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That makes sense. Okay, so um, Nick, he he was saying everything in the rooms that they're telling you to speak up. They can't hear you. You've got to sit closer oh. to the mic next time. Um, basically, he said that the rooms are have all been categorized by chance and luck and fortune and he tr he draws a card off the top of the deck so he's gonna roll a d20 and a d4 to determine what uh number card he draws so that way there's still like an element of chance to oh, it oh no what'd you get 13 you got a 13 <laughs> 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 um well actually on a 13 you draw a card and on the card is a moon no shit! Normally... I'm having flashbacks. Normally, you would not... Normally, Halcorn, you would not associate the moon with positive feelings. However, you feel this rush of calming energy over you. Uh, roll a d4 for me. Oh, shit. No, I rolled... No, let's, let's go with this one, because it reminds me of the moon. One... You get one wish. Damn, I could have gotten four. What the <laughs> fuck? So, uh, as he draws this card and reveals the moon symbol, there's almost like a um, golden wave of energy that fills the room. And upon doing so, um, the card vanishes. You know, it, it kind of just poofs out of existence, leaving the remainder of the deck. When this happens, 
a door also appears into existence. Um, this door has the sun on it um, and several other things that um, would maybe pertain to Halcarin, anything that he would associate um, with himself and or like a positive nature. And uh, yeah, a door appears. What do the rest of you guys do? I'm cutting out. I'm sorry, Tretha. Um, basically, Nick got a wish, and then his card disappeared, and then a door appeared, and it had a symbol of the sun and a couple other Halcarin-specific items on it. Okay. I draw a card. Okay. Um, Halcarin, do you do anything when the door pops up? Or are um, you waiting to see what happens to everyone else? everyone else. Okay. Um, so Darkstrider approaches the deck. Darkstrider, um... It still should probably be a D20 and a D4, right? Because there's still 21 cards. Just if it's a 13, maybe have him re-roll, because, you know... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um... So, yeah, uh, roll... Roll a D20 and a D4 at the same time for me, Darkstrider. 20. Ooh, alright. Um... So, when you draw this card... On it, you see a throne, and this throne um, is very ornate and elaborate, and it kind of um, glows as you pick it up. And then um, the effect on this card says that you gain six ranks in diplomacy plus a small keep. <laughs> so okay. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Um, but we'll... Yeah, that's really weird. So, we're just gonna save that you got the throne card. I may look up a couple different versions and find something that um, okay. is more specific for you. So, just save in, with your IOUs that you drew the throne card um, in the deck of many things. Okay. And then, your card also vanishes in front of you, leaving the deck remaining. And another door pops up, and this door is just a regular wooden door. Alright. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fair Grace wants to draw a card, too. Okay. Fair Grace, roll your... Roll your d20 and your d4, yep. If it's a 13 or a 20, re-roll. Okay, it was a 13. <laughs> so re-roll it so for me. And now it was a 20. Hold on. <laughs> oh. Please. Okay. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Okay, you draw a card, and on your card is a skull. Oh, scary. Yeah, it's a skull, and you have drawn the, um, the death card. Oh, um, and so... So, uh, we're gonna work that out specifically, too, for you, because this says to defeat death or forever be destroyed. We will, um, go on, like, a soul-searching journey to find out what that means. That doesn't mean that, like, a Grim Reaper is gonna appear right now and fight you. Uh, it's gonna be more metaphorical. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, yeah, so you've drawn the death card, which was 16 here. So, um, then, uh, a door pops up for you as well and um on it are some things that are very positive for their grace um 
like the symbol of the of the harpsichord and the tree appears to be oak like the tree from your home or like the the, the wood that is used to make the door um okay and it feels very it, it seems to like draw you forward like that door was meant for you wonderful okay does anyone else do anything well t- yeah tiff's gonna take a card all right tiff roll a d20 and a d4 for me Oakley dokley. Uh that's a sixteen. Uh re-roll it. Someone already got sixteen. Okie dokie. Uh twenty two. Twenty two, okay. That card has not been taken yet. So um you oof. You pulled you <laughs> you pulled you pulled the void card no. uh that has swords on it. Um, essentially, your body functions, but your soul feels trapped elsewhere. I'm gonna connect this as in you feel connected with your ancestors trapped on that, um, in that purgatory that you just experienced earlier. Okay. That your soul feels trapped in that room and it's riding on you, um like defeating this and and bringing the gods back now you not only were you like emotionally connected now you have like a physical reason um to continue on to continue on your quest like part of your soul is is stuck between the worlds but your body still functions okay good yeah so uh and a door um actually does your your door has already you've been through your door already is basically the issue. So Tiff kind of just gets to wait until everyone else has their individual journey and regroup. Um so a door does not actually pop up for you. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> uh she gave you yours in advance basically and now that part of your soul is trapped on that plane. Yeah. Um Yeah. So that's four people who've gone and four or three doors that have appeared. Um, I'll go next. Trace, okay. Okay, Cholda, roll your d20 and your d4 for me. Okay. That's uh, 11. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. On your card, Cholda, you pull it and you see a key on it. And this card grants you a major magic weapon. So, what is some kind of, like, weapon that would be considered sacred to a Zootazoo? If you don't know, you can think on it and let me know by next session, but that is what you're gonna get. Nice. Oh, well, I have something in mind. Okay. Um, she would want something that can hit hard with the word of a Zootazoo. But also something kind of like the the Wabbit Jack. Okay. I mean, I'll I'll allow that. We can talk about the details of it and uh, get that sure. all like fleshed out for you. Um, That's just kind of what's running through shoulders. Your mind. card, like, something that can hit hard but prank hard too. Yeah, your card will disappear, and you'll um that weapon will appear in your hands basically, and a door will pop up for you, and it is a purple door. Purple. I'm gonna run to the door. Okay. <laughs> um, is anyone I'm else going to do anything? i to open the door. If, if you want to, you may. 
I will open the door. Okay, Childa's door opens and Childa walks through it in a wash of white light that you all can see and then that door disappears. Oh. Uh, Childa, we will get back to where you are in a minute. Uh, Does anyone else do anything? Kratha's gonna go um, and carefully grab a card. Okay. Roll your d20 and your d4 for me. Nine. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, okay, this card, um, the card description is idiot, and, like, the, the tarot card is, is, but the tarot card that it would normally be would be the magician. Um, no, actually, the fool is a different, uh, card associated in this version, so, um, so, this, um, this card says that you lose intelligence, so I'm gonna say that you um, get minus one to your intelligence stat, but you may draw another card if you want to. It doesn't say you have to, but you may. So my intelligence stat goes down one? By one. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's not gonna mess with the deck again. Okay. A door still does pop up for you. It is that door from the beginning you felt drawn to with the clovers blooming from it. Okay. Um, so that door will pop up. And I then... think, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you're okay. Tiff, you were saying something? I was gonna say, uh, since a door hasn't physically popped up for him, he's probably gonna draw another card. Tiff is? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so make a make a roll. And then the only person who hasn't drawn is Kitten. Wait, can we see if, does Kitten want to go before Tiff? Or after? Yeah, I do want to draw one. Okay, just because if you take, like, another good card and she gets stuck with a bad card, like, she might be bitter. <laughs> no, 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 I, I understand. I was just about to suggest yeah. that, too. So a d20 and a d4, Regan. Okay, and then add them together? Yes. Okay, six. Alright, one, two, three, four, five, six... On, um, this card, there is, um, flames. Uh, in the tarot, this would be considered the devil, and this says enmity between you and an outsider, so I'll have to figure that out, too. Um, but, yeah, that's what it says, so I'm not 100% how we're gonna figure that out. But, I mean, it's the state of feeling opposed or hostile to an outsider, um, I don't think any of your companions would be considered outsiders, so, um, we'll, we'll have to see, maybe, I don't know, we'll figure something out, or I might mod- modify it a bit to suit you better. Um, but that's what you draw, so everyone has at least drawn one now, if anyone wants to draw another, they are welcome, except Cholda, you left. <laughs> um, or, uh, Kitten, a door pops up for you as well, um, okay. It has things that you would consider to be lucky on it as well. Unfortunately, I, I really don't... I wanted to come up with cool descriptions for everyone's door, but some of them are harder than others, so... It's all good. Yeah, Tiff will draw one more card. Okay. Um, so is everyone else approaching their doors? Are they taking I more cards? I draw one more just for the fact that I'll feel like I need to balance it out because I feel good now, and since everything seems pretty balanced here... Okay. And, yeah. Okay, um... Halcarin and Tiff both want to draw another card, so actually, you guys roll initiative for me to see who goes first. Oh, okay. I was going to oh. Initiative? 
Yeah. Okay. It's not a fight. It's fight. just no, no. it's just to see who, who gets there faster. Um, uh, give me one second. All right, it's plus one. That is an nine. Okay, Halcron's gonna get there first because he got the twenty. Tiff's just going to grab him by the face and shove him out of the way. <laughs> ten? Okay. So on the ten. Okay, on a, on the ten you see a jester. Um, it actually, this one is the one that um, you can go up a level or take two more draws from the deck. Oh, I'll go up a level. Okay. Uh, so, Halkaran, you bump up to level five. Hell yeah. What? Boo! <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm going to take another card because I want to balance it because I got a good card. Honestly, though, like, in his head, that's what he'd be thinking is, like, something should come out But of some of you guys have way more IOUs than he does as well, so keep that I in mind. I didn't get any except for the one that everyone got one. So keep that in mind. Some people You're got other like cool stuff. Dumb. <laughs> um so okay uh then tiff you would draw another card yep so that's gonna be a 15 uh actually one that hasn't been drawn yet so one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen um on this card oh it is the ruin card it also looks like a tower um oh no you immediately lose all wealth and real property so you oh, have i'm so sorry tiff oh. tiff you no longer have any money i will say out of generosity you get to keep your items okay we won't I count that. that we won't count that in property um but you're naked no, he, about, like, um, he, I feel me? like it's more like he doesn't own land now. It's almost like he's had to, yeah, um, give up his place in his tribe. So wait, am I gonna go home and not have, like, a home anymore then? Mm, yeah. Basically. Oh, man, that's not good. And okay, your, well, and your soul is partially trapped in, in purgatory. Guess I'll die. My punches do 1d6 damage now. Okay, so is everyone draw done drawing cards? Yeah, Traitha is like standing by her door right now. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll head to my door now. Okay, so everyone can go to their door. Uh, except Tiff. Because Tiff, you already had your door. <laughs> um. And here, okay, let me see real quick. Um, everybody roll initiative so I can do whose who's room goes first. Nine. I got a whole five. I got a nine. Seventeen. Fifteen. Nine as well. Okay. So it sounds like Thair Grace is going to be the first person we're going to have um you step into this white light of a room and when the light fades <laughs> Nick, <laughs> um when the light fades um you're you're still kind of surrounded by the white light but you see almost like a what i describe as a tv screen kind of in front of you uh okay. it's very much a this is your life kind of moment <laughs> <laughs> so you're kind of watching this screen um 
And as you do, you see different visions. Um, the first thing you're going to see is um, your father. Is your father still alive? Yeah. Okay. So you see your father um, back at home. He seems to be, um, you know, working the land, working on his music. Because you said he was a musician as well, right? He taught her how to play. Yeah. Um, he seems he seems safe. Um, he seems happy. You'll actually see him, um, kind of writing in his journal a bit, and you're able to kind of get a closer look. And um, he's talking basically about day to day life since you left. And, um, while he, while he misses you, he knows that you're off doing great things. And, um, you get kind of filled with this overwhelming, overwhelming sense of just, like, emotion and, uh, pride. You might even feel a little homesick as Mm -hmm. you're, as you're seeing this. Um, but it's just, uh, you, you see these things. Um, he has, like, an image of you, like a, a drawing of you, because obviously we don't have like photographs in this time, um, but a really nice uh, depiction of you kind of up on the mantle. Um, and like every night when he sang his prayers to the six, you see him like specifically praying for you. Yeah. And then the vision kind of shifts a bit. And here, um, it'll actually fade into... Um, now it's a place that you, you don't recognize. Um, it's another, like, bright glowing room. And you see the image of a man. Um, Mm -hmm. and if you will roll an insight check for me real quick. Yeah. Sure. Insight. Do I still get advantage, or is yes. that done now? No, you still get advantage. You're still in her realm. Okay. Check. Insight. Plus three. Okay. Hold on. That's okay. I got a 22 and a 23, so I got a nat 20 for one of them. Oh, nat 20? You immediately yeah. recognize this as um, Timothy Whitmantle. Huh? <sighs> And, because this is actually something that, you know, you had messaged me earlier um, in text. So, you see um, a vision of Timothy, but unlike the previous vision, he actually appears to be looking back at you. Like, he can see you as well. Um, You still see kind of those swirling leaves surrounding him, um, as you had noticed when he uh, had passed away. And the leaves had kind of fallen to give him a makeshift uh, burial, and that it kind of felt like... Arboribus's energy. Um, it was very yeah. weak, but it was there. And uh, that still kind of is surrounding him as if it is a blessing from Arboribus. And um, and he looks at you and he kind of smiles and uh, and he says that I'm okay. And uh, he, he says my, my job is done. Um and I can be at peace because you are out there protecting the realm. Thank you. Stop. Oh my god. And um and yeah, he gives you like a faint smile and then that vision fades again and you're going to see one more vision here and it's going to be back in the underground you're going to realize. This is a vision much like the first uh one where you're just kind of viewing it. It's not like you're actually uh-huh. there. And y- it's it's the underground 
And um, there aren't really any patrons in there at the moment, um, but you will see uh, the very familiar form of the barkeep. And wow. he seems to be uh, cleaning the bar. He looks a little... Um, he looks a little sad as he's cleaning up the bar in the area. Um, and you see what he is specifically cleaning now is the spot where um, you are used to performing in that bar. And he's having it all set up for when you return. So, um, as this image kind of fades away as well, you'll see a text on the screen. And it says there are many kinds of adventure. And then, we're gonna jump to whoever was next. Who had the highest roll besides Maddie? It was Dark Strider, right? I think Derek did, yeah. Yeah, I had 15. Okay, so let me find that real quick. Um, Dark Strider, you walk into a room, and it's a similar concept. There's, like, a screen, very much a this-is-your-life situation. Um, but your screen, you, um... Thank you, Regan, for typing that, by the way. That's helpful. Oh, I'm sorry, Tretha. Um, Maddie, you heard your vision, right? I did. Okay. So, Dark Strider, you are, um, you're gonna have a screen, and you're gonna see kind of a flashback of when the, um, the spirit of Shadow went into you. Okay. Um... And so you're, you're going to kind of re-experience that feeling. Um, did that, I can't remember, did that happen to you willingly? Or you volunteered, right? Yes. Okay, so you did willingly take possession of the shadow. Um, but it, it, you remember it being painful. You remember how um, it didn't feel good. It might not have been exactly what you expected. And how... Um, it, it's hard to remain in control as the vessel for the spirit because of how strong it is. Um, so you remember this as it's playing, and then your um, your screen goes dark, and um, it says you will be reunited with her. Um, your job is not yet done, but I must have consent for every being that enters my plane. Hmm. So, uh, you're, you're kind of aware that though you and Bitch have been separated momentarily, it is not a permanent split. Um, and then it will kind of show you another vision. And with that vision, um, everything you see is like darkness. And you'll kind of, um, see the symbol of Umbra. Oh, I'm hearing an echo now. Um, but you see, like, you see the symbol of Umbra on the screen, that, like, circle that many people have on their palms. Uh-huh. And then it just goes dark. Okay. Um, so you have some things to think about with that vision. Uh, she, uh, this, this room does not show you much because you don't believe in luck. <laughs> So it just kind of showed you things that you already know. Um, and then it sounded like Kitten with the 11 was next, or did someone have higher? Uh, Tiff, had Tiff had a 12. Tiff, buddy, you already had your room. 
Yep, we're good. So you don't no. you're, you don't get to roll. I'm sorry. I had a nine. Okay. I don't know. Okay, Traitha, so, yeah. did Traitha also have a nine, or was it? Oh, I think we had an eleven. I have a five. Okay, five. Yep, I see it now. I'm sorry. Um, so You're yeah, good. uh, kitten, kitten would be next. Okay. Um, kitten, you step into your room. Uh, you're surrounded by white light, and then you see a screen. And uh, on that on that screen, you see um, visions of not only uh the bears. Uh, and you actually see them currently in the present. Um, they they seem to be in a room with a strange lady, uh, and she's she's scratching one of them on the head, and then the other one is kind of like uh, you know wrestling with that one to get it's also scratches on the head, and um, <laughs> and the camera almost kind of pans up, and you see a very familiar looking face. Of um, the lady who looked like the referee, but uh, she's wearing different clothes now, and she just winks at you, and then, <laughs> um, and then the screen shifts a bit, and it actually shows you a vision of um, the Fireheart Clan, the dwarves whom you started your journey with, who had to leave you to head back to um, to the Stone Realm because they had to elect their new leader. And that's why mm -hmm. you guys had to be separated. And you see them arriving safely at the realm, but when they get there, um, this place seems not right. It seems um, sickly. The stone is kind of crumbling, and you don't see any other signs of any other dwarves. Um, they, they normally expect to be greeted by their clan and nobody is there so you see that um oh, they appear to be safe but yeah this seems very unusual um and then um your your vision kind of fades and uh and then you see also uh just it's this is more of a picture not a not a live recording type thing um, and you okay. see kind of an image of all of you, of the whole party as a group, including the animals, everybody's animals. Um, and then that, and then that fades too. And then your screen says, um, there are many kinds of family. Aww. And, uh, and then that's kind of the end of your screen. So next, Cholda and Halkran both had a nine, right? Yeah, I don't care. You can go for a second. Okay, so, uh, Cholda is gonna go first, and, um, Cholda, can you explain to me how, um, Azutazu looks? Do, does Azutazu have physical form? Is it just a disembodied I've never, voice? I've never, Cholda's never seen Azutazu's physical form, like, person or anything. Okay. The only oh, thing he's ever really come really to really Cholda really as is, like, a, a symbol of an eye. Okay. Um, so I'll say in your room, there are, um, depictions of eyes kind of all over. And you actually don't have a screen in your room. Instead, there's like a, a pool of purple light. It's like a spotlight shining down in the middle of the room and you're surrounded by eyes. 
so what do you do? I'm going to approach the water. It's not Hold water, on. it's it's light, I'm sorry. Oh, it's, it's light, It's okay. a pool of light. I'm going to approach the light, all the while Childa's probably hugging themselves and just thinking, you know, he's watching me. Okay. So I'm going to walk over to the pool of light. Okay, so you step into the pool of light, and as you do so, you just feel this radiant energy around you. Um, and when you when you do that, you hear this um booming voice, and it's a it's a reiteration uh, that you have kind of heard before when you've made really good religion checks, and it says, "You are my chosen one." I know, Lord. I know. The world must be saved so that my name may be spread. I intend to do so, Lord, as you've asked. I am very proud of you, Cholda. Tears are going to start screwing down their eye. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, and... the, the comical anime tears. <laughs> I'm just going to say, thank you, Lord. And I give you my blessing. I lift my hands up into the... I say, bless me. Um, I also uh, bless your friends, though they may not believe in me. Um, their mission is your mission. And um, basically... Uh, Azutazu is, is confirming that even though all of your newfound friends may not believe as you do that it's um, it's okay I understand so um, so he uh, has also offered his blessing to not just you but to your whole party and I'm just I'm just in ecstasy at yeah. this moment. I am with God. Yeah. And on the wall, it will start to read, um, there are many kinds of gods. Um, and, uh, there's like a, it, it's heavily implied that this is a way to coexist. That while you're trying to gain followers for Azutazu, that um, saving this realm and, like, Tiff's mission of bringing the other gods back, that, that isn't going to gain the wrath of Azutazu. So. Okay? Okay, yeah. I'm awesome. just in, I'm simply starstruck. Alright, cool. And, uh, yeah, your, your newfound magic weapon will kind of glow, like I said, we'll kind of talk out you had an idea for it, or whatever. Um, the one you got from the deck of many things, and you'll, uh... Yeah, this be like a staff with the eye on the end whenever you hit somebody. It's, it's gonna be blessed <laughs> by your god. So, there's that. So then it'll go to Halkarin. And Halcarin, you are you enter your room again, white light. You also have a TV screen uh, that takes up like an entire wall of the room. And um, you see, this appears to be like old recorded clips. It even like has that kind of grainy mm -hmm. film footage almost. I gotcha. Um, 
Just mine specifically. And or... uh, yeah, just yours specifically. Uh-huh. Uh, it I mean, seems it seems very it, old. But... Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't know that, but your your room is a bit different. And um, in this room, you you are watching the screen, and um, it's several clips, and it's clips of a young woman. And then she's meeting a very tall, very dark man mm-hmm. with pure white hair. His skin and his hair, it reminds you of, like, stars. Um, the woman has, like, uh, what color were your eyes again? They're, like, a gold. gold. Yeah. So she has, like, a yellowish gold eye color. Um, and her hair is long. I believe it was like a brownish color I described it as in her old vision. I'll have to go back and listen. But it's it's the woman, it's your mother. And you recognize this woman as your mother. Um, And she meets the man. But it seems um, pleasant. It doesn't seem like an unpleasant interaction. And you quickly go through different phases. And it's just like um, like really old cameras flashing where it's through. like rolling. Yeah, yeah. And it's just flashing through different scenes. Um, there's no sound. You're just kind of seeing... Um, brief interactions between them. Each time they're wearing different clothes and each time she looks a little bit older. Um, and there, there are fun things of them um, enjoying each other's company. It seems to be very secretive. They don't seem to go out in public. Yeah. And then it cuts forward to um, this woman being with child and she's very pregnant and she is um, setting up a space but she's by herself and then there's, um, it cuts forward again, and there's an image of a small infant with dark skin and white hair, and it's crying. And she seems overjoyed. She does. She seems very happy. Uh, however, it cuts forward again, and the house becomes surrounded by people outside. And these people are carrying pitchforks, and they're carrying oh, torches. no. And, um... There's just footage of the woman sneaking out the back and running and running and carrying the child. And she runs as far as her feet will take her. And then it cuts to an image of um, an old monk picking up a basket. And in the basket is a baby with dark skin and white hair. And he takes it inside. And um, your screen fades to black. And I'm sure, like, throughout it, like, he was, he was trying to... You know, keep a cool, stern face, and then yeah. a, a few tears stream down. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that screen um, will fade, and it says there are many kinds of sacrifice. And that'll be the end of your turn, and then it's Tretha, right? Tretha. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Barely. Okay. You're cutting out pretty bad. Okay. Luckily we're right Wait. I'm, tr- I'm trying to do your room real quick here. Yeah. Okay. So, you walk in, white light, you see a screen, and then... Hold um, on, I see what? You see a screen like everyone else's. It's like a big TV screen, okay? Oh, Okay. And so you see the screen, and on this screen, you see flashes, um, different visions. And um, in in doing this, you see different clips of 
um, you with the druids. You see different. Okay. Cli- you see different clips of you with your newfound companions. Um. Uh, Me with a lot- what? With with the rest of the party, with the, your companions, um, you see books that you've read and knowledge that you're searching for, um, including a, a photograph of your parents. You can you can assume they're your parents because the woman in the photograph is wearing the pendant that you wear. Wait, what? I'm gonna type it to help you a little bit. So you see an image of two elves, and the woman is wearing your necklace. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you see books and knowledge you know and are searching for. Um. Okay. And, uh... And your screen says there are many kinds of knowledge. Keep searching. Wow. Okay. Uh, so that's what happens in your room. So everyone has had a room, correct? Yeah. And everyone has had like yes. a message? Yep. Okay. Yeah. When this happens, when everyone has gotten their message, this has all happened simultaneously. So your screens will all lower pretty much, and Tiff, actually, the whole wall that your companion's doors was on lowers as well. Neat. And you guys all can walk forward, and you guys all walk into the same room um, together. When you do, you hear a clip of a song that I'm not going to play because it's been cutting out really badly, even though I've really wanted this. Um, It's an instrumental of Luck Be a Lady. So, you all are going to hear that. And as you come in, you see a woman uh, adorned with uh, kind of like a mix between fortune teller and genie style clothing. Oh, yeah. So, she's got kind of like pants and like a a sarong tied around her waist and like a, a top, a flowy top. She has long, wavy black hair with a gray streak through it. And she has golden eyes. And they seem, like, unnaturally gold. Uh, yeah, not like mine. Not like Halcarin's, correct. It is not the same kind. Um, they even seem to, like, glow a little bit, hers do, with uh, unnatural power. And uh, she's sitting in a chair, and before her is a chessboard um, with several of the pieces already in place. It seems like as if she's already been playing. Uh, you also will see the two bear cubs at her side. Uh, you will see Lupa curled around her feet. And you will see, uh, Lacey on her shoulder. So, she has all of your guys' animals with you. Um, and, yeah, so she, she's there with your animals. She has a chess board. And, um, and she welcomes you. And she says, I'm sorry that I had to put you through the trials. Uh, it was the only way for you to gain my blessing. And she's, uh, she says, but we did have fun, didn't we? Well, the slot yeah. machines were a little weird, but okay. It was kind of fun. Yeah. 
so uh so yeah she kind of smiles and she says uh you needed help so i took a little uh a little liberty a little bit of a loophole and was able to transport you here um, um halcarin is probably gonna like punch his fist he's gonna say who the hell are you don't you know i wouldn't be asking otherwise I go by many names, but I suppose you can call me Fortuna. And I have been watching you. Apparently so. Are you another god? Well, some may call me that. I prefer to think of myself as an interdimensional being. Oh, in inter interdifficional. <laughs> There are many of us. There are many of us who walk across the planes of existence, and sometimes we convene. Since your gods have been missing from your world, I thought that I should step in. What kind of blessing were you trying to give us? That of good luck, of course. So she, she wants to bless you with good luck. Um, and actually, she'll snap her fingers, and everyone is going to go up a level. Will I also go up a level? Uh, Halcarin, you will also go up a level. All right. But everyone but basically uh you're not going to level up the next time everyone else does okay so you're so going to be a little bit a little ahead right now that's okay mm -hmm. so so she levels everyone up and uh she says i believe i can take your uh iou vouchers now oh yes yep so she'll kind of tally them all up and she starts dishing out all your guys's equipment well um, when i hand mine over to her i'm gonna i'm gonna say does it have to be an enemy Oh, for your IOU? She says, hmm, well, it says here that's what you want, enemy knowledge and or their weakness. Is she still alive? Is who still alive? You know damn well what I'm talking about. Is Nick talking? Yeah, Sorry. he's he's asking about his mom. He's asking if he can trade in his information for something else. Um, and she kind of shakes her head and she says, these are the rules. You won what you won. She says, I, I may be considered a god by many, but I'm not omnipotent. I don't know everything. I have Man. to, um, the only way I can have guests is with their consent. The peeks into your lives that you received were a brief gift. They weren't actually here. I can't know any more about them at the moment. Um, so, she kind of looks a little sad for Halcrin. Yes, yes, Tretha, we're, we're redeeming IOU vouchers. Okay. And, um, as she's redeeming your IOU vouchers and you guys go up a level, she, uh, she, she says, I really hope that you win. I will do what I can from here to assist you. Um, 
And does anyone have any questions for her or anything as they're cashing in their vouchers? No. Nope. So. Okay. So she'll she'll redeem your vouchers again. We'll out game kind of go over what everyone gets. And um, as this is happening, a door kind of appears into existence. It's an oak door. And a gentleman walks through it. As he enters, the sound of crystal glass and austere laughs echo beyond the arch. Stepping through, uh, you see him donned in an emerald jacket trimmed in silver. And he carries a steaming cup with the scent of jasmine blossoms and licorice. And the gentleman takes a seat and sweeps his hands back through his white hair that almost looks like thistledown. Uh, and Tyler, you can go ahead. I'm afraid I won't be staying too long, my dear. I have a scarlet letter I must attend to. And she kind of huffs and she says, well, it's your move. Did you say a fucking scarlet letter? Yes. God damn! And she will, uh, snap and another door will appear into existence and you guys will feel kind of a gust of wind as you're, uh, forced through it. <laughs> And as you go through this door, you feel your souls um, returning to your bodies, and it is as if you never left. So Do I have my bears? You have your bears. Lupa is there, and Lacey is there as well. You, um, you, you are back in your bodies, as you were, um, but you do have her blessing, and therefore you have all of your equipment. So, before you guys were kind of unarmed and you didn't have your equipment, now you're suddenly back in your bodies and you're armed. And, uh, that's where we're gonna end the session tonight, guys. So. Awesome. Alright, you guys get to level really up. You get a lot of stuff. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. And sorry that towards the end the Discord kind of freaked out hopefully the recording doesn't sound too bad but uh i'll export it and we'll see what we've got but thanks for playing everybody i hope that you had fun and uh we'll yeah, see yeah no problem we'll uh we'll see you guys all next week for the world of esther featuring tyler butler so thank you and have a great day <laughs>